Welcome to Man Time. You did. You, 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 you. We back in the original studios. Yeah. Back in the original studios, you man. Know, you know, we had to bring the homies through. Yes, sir. You know, we got a special guest. We'll let him introduce himself. Yeah. So my name is Jason Davis. You know now, hold, okay. hold oh, up. Hold oh, up. My bad. 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 I love you it. Know, you know, I always check off people's introduction. Yo, this is a family member. All right, we got family. This is a, this is a, yo, this is, let me tell you something. This is a family member. This is somebody want to talk their shit first. Well, he, I, well, I have to give you. Oh, okay, you talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. <laughs> the same, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. And you know, we roll out the red collar for the home. You know what I'm saying? When he comes to town. So, listen, man. Yo, listen. Let me just first say I'm super proud of you. Indeed. Because, um. Good state. Yeah, because, because I just know it's a feeling that we have. You see? Indeed. It's a, it's it's nothing that I can explain to you. You know, we have, you know, we get into it, but right, we have, you know, we had dreams and nightmares together. Mm-hmm. You feel me? On some real days, some real, some real days, day. like we might not come home days. Mm-hmm. So. To see you bringing the bleeding kitty. <laughs> you know, just right. to see you with the bleeding kitty. Right. Yo, we at the house. He said, yo, I said, yo, what's this? I'm going to put this in the bag. He said, yo, no, no, I take that everywhere. So I'm like, what, you mean? what the fuck is this? So he like, yo, that's the fucking, that's the medic kit. So I'm like, God damn, I can remember time. You was making niggas bleed. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's crazy. That was a that was a doozy, but yo. Yo, well, around the person means like if you act up, <laughs> yeah, I can give it to you, and, and then I can fix you up. up. Hey, then I can patch you up. I can fix you up. So yo, so you know, this the homie Jay, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, from from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Lincoln Projects. You know what I'm saying? You know how it go. Right. With no further ado, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Introduce yourself. Right. So. My name is Jason Davis. You know what I mean? I am from Lincoln Housing Projects in Harlem. Work? Yeah. Ooh. Been through a whole bunch of shit. Rough upbringing. You know what I mean? Coming up in this world. And so that's that, about, We got time here. I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm uh-huh. just... That's just a little um, summary real quick. You know what okay. I'm saying? Due to the way I grew up, I made a lot, a lot of harsh and, and rash decisions that has complicated my life, you know what I mean? On one end that was, you can consider decorated and glorified, you know what I mean? But I was able to catch myself, you know what I mean, in the midst of, of my turmoil with myself and redirect some of that energy and do positive things all across this country, you know, to now have a non-for-profit called Reimagining Justice, you know what I mean? To constantly do work in the community to uplift them, you know what I'm saying, and, and help them gain some type of stability, you know what I mean? Because one of the things I didn't know when we was ripping around in the streets, it was that I did not know how to be a citizen. Mm. That's deep. And I, and I realized that yeah. when you are actually a citizen, you, it's a different kind of patriotism and feeling that you get when you're doing it. Let me you know, ask you this. What you, what, what you think, what you, what you think, what, what you think made you Become that. What you think? Like you know what I'm saying? Like when did, to that? I know when I became a citizen. Right. 
So when did you think you became, when you say, yo, I'm just trying to be like. When I'm, the, 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 my definition of when you become a citizen is when you can live in a place without doing criminal activity and no hardship. That's my definition of it. So at one point, I was living in a place where the only way for me to survive was doing criminal elements. Yeah. I did not know how to survive. So I literally was, I, I did not know how to be a citizen. I didn't know how to be cool. I didn't know how to be sociable. I didn't know how to be any of these things unless it was connected to a criminal, a criminal element. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is the first time in my life that I'm not a criminal I'm respected. I'm, 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 I could be praised. You know what I mean? I'm a normal person. I could sit down. People are not afraid of me. They don't have to worry about me. Yeah. And I could actually provide whatever services that is without somebody getting harmed. Okay. Now, whether I was doing this work or not, I could be working for Amazon <laughs> or Google yeah. just, just um, um, doing my service and packaging bags. Right. But that's still doing a service without giving somebody harm. So is it service that we can... Because that, I think that's my... That was my answer. When mm -hmm. I... When 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 I when I stopped fucking around in the street and I became a service to other people, that's when I feel like I became a citizen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like overall, the, the statement is the responsibility of being a citizen. Yeah. Like, and so mm -hmm. overall, when you decide to take on that responsibility, like you said, for your your responsibility was being a service to other people, so it was yours. So you that is something when you become a citizen. Not only do you become a citizen for yourself, but you become a citizen for your community. So you mm -hmm. look after other people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You make sure that people don't get caught up in the bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the responsibility of it. And so that is, that for me, when I decided, you know, as far as, you know, growing up to say it like, well, always a citizen, but just saying like, I'm going to be now be a real responsible citizen and take on the stuff, the responsibility I need of my community. Um, that is my understanding of, you know, you know, being a citizen. But more than that, a step further. So even if you or any one of us was not providing service of, uh, in the, 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 the healthcare, you know what I mean? Or, or social service business, even if you weren't doing that, if one, two, and three were just working at the supermarket and we are doing a job that is not hurting or harming anybody, we have now become a citizen. Yeah. See, me and you met at Toys R Us. Yeah. We was working together at Toys R Us. That's a fact. But we still weren't citizens only because we still had a criminal element to us. Hold up, so, 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 but you understand yeah, what I mean? Hold up, we go, see, you go, we, No, 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 I know. <laughs> listen, T, real quick, that's the breakdown. No, I got you. What I mean by a citizen. No, I got you. So, even if we bump into a young boy, you don't have to do the work that we're doing to become a citizen. Yeah. You can pack bags, shovel yeah. snow, yeah, right. without a criminal element. Right. That's what makes you a citizen. Right. But if you have no choice but to do a criminal element, yeah. guess what? You ain't a citizen yet. Yeah. And you'll never be welcome and accepted here. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So. Let me go. Let me go <laughs> back. Because you touched on the toys I rush. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were the toys. Yo, listen, that's what I, no, listen. I'm trying to get him. So, okay, so, um, it, how did you how how did you how did you get to 
Delaware State. Oh, I, went, I got the Delaware State because that's where I met. Yeah. I met. That's how we met, and that's how we met. So I graduated from high school in 1999. Um, by then, I was already game banging, full fledged. And how did you get there? With the Delaware State? No. To bang. To game. To to the game. To what you want? Which one you want me to answer first? I can go back. Well, no, I want you to brag. No, look, I want that. I want because this people watch. No, no, we're gonna get to all that. Okay, I promise right. we're gonna get to all that. So. All right. The question that you asked, I definitely will talk about how I got to Delaware State. Now, by me saying that, I, I brought up the game banging, and then that next question definitely will have to answer how that okay. shit came up. Well, then, go ahead. However you want to. However you want to. I'm following. No, so, so, no, so, no, real talk. Uh, so Delaware State wasn't even my choice. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was. It was four of us. A total of four of us that was best friends. You know what I'm saying? We were all gangbanging. And, you know, our infrastructure and strategizing, we sent one person out to go on a black college tour. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy, Bruce. He goes on a bus to all these different schools. And this fool gets off the bus at Delaware on a Saturday, you know what I mean? And didn't even find out what was going on at the school. All he seen was parties. He seen parties and girls. He was like, yo, I picked this, the, the college we going to. And I was like, Right, he like Dale said, I said, yo, why, what's, what's, what's up with it? Like, why you like that joint? He said, yo, it's, it's lit, it's going down. I, I, I said, well, how, 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 how's the environment? He like, yo, we definitely got to get, we got to be strapped up when we go down there. That shit just like home. I'm like, it's like home. Now, I want to put in perspective an 18, 19 year old's mindset mm-hmm. going to a black college. You see, he went to a black college, and they looked just like us. At, at right. that point, had you ever left Harlem before? Yeah, I've oh, yeah, okay. never been on a college campus before. Oh, okay. So a college campus, all I knew was what I seen on TV. Bill Cosby. That's right. Different sure, world. Different world. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm seeing all this different <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> my idea of uh, uh, college university is TV. But when my homeboy went, he's saying that, yo, it's gangs there. I'm like, gangs there? Because he's correlating the Greek life yeah. as gangs. Uh-huh. Because it looks the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and people are bringing their own swag from their own neighborhood right. back to the college campus. So right. it looks like the streets. Right. So he says, yo, we got to be strapped. Bet. We brought two guns to orientation when we came down to Dell State. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we already making the force move just off of force pretense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we get there literally like the first day. Over with Bruce. Over with Bruce. You know what I'm saying? So we, we get there orientation and stuff like that. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I understand what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? So the very first night, because we coming from a gang mentality, gang bangers mentality, we test the environment. That's right. Literally, we walking around, talking to girls. We ready to what's quiet and we let off shots right in the middle of the campus. Bah, 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 bah. Stash the gun and we wait and we just shooting the breeze. It took the cops 45 minutes to respond. So we already know if we lay somebody down, it's gonna take 45 minutes for them to respond. We already tested out yeah, the waters and stuff yeah. like that. Cops come. Um I, 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 I tell them like, yo, we heard shots. I said, nah, man, we just came back from some girls' crib. You know what I mean? We we now we're using it that the tactic uh, and manipulation of toxic masculinity, because the two white cops were male. Yeah. And they say, oh, yeah, we know about college, you know what I mean? The girls and the, the yeah. dorms. They forgot to even find out if we was the ones doing the shooting. So we already yeah. assessing what we can and can't do. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? The very first encounter I, we had literally was like two days later. We went to a Greek party, a pool party. And this is when we started to see it was, it was, uh, it you might know be me and Kappa, right? So the funny part about it is we go to the Greek life. Now remember, we young black men at a, a circle black house. You know what I'm saying? We go there to the pool party, and this is when we knew it, it might be some friction or conflict amongst us and the way we think and whoever else was on that campus. Yeah. So we go to the pool party, and I'm like, "Damn, look at the look at the the the, the bloods and crips and the in the in the Grape Streets all t- together. Look how look how organized they are, because they all uniform up. We see the cappers, we thinking they bloods. They throw it like this, <laughs> that's, right? That's right. They that's all got the same jackets on, hats, canes, and stuff like that. Be like, yo, damn, I ain't never seen no bloods like this organized. This this this. They dancing too. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? That's all. I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at a chapter of blood girls. Yeah. What I yep. didn't know were deltas. Right. They all the sigmas. They all blue. It's everything is 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 playing into our, our, our the factor of they gangbang. Yeah. Frame Street, they all together, they all they all unified like this. They like damn this structure is I I thought it was superior to whatever we were introduced to back home. Yeah. Or in LA, anything I've ever seen before. So when I go up to a cap and I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to actually salute him and peace him and greet him. She nigga looked me up and down and said, what fucking rock you came from up under? And I said, who the fuck are you like talking to? Because we definitely came with a gun to the party. You know what I'm saying? You know? Now it's kind of like, what's this about? Yeah. He like, man, this nigga crazy. So I'm like, yo, maybe this is not what it is. So I, I, I fall back because it's, it's, you know what I mean? And now we like. So you really like in a different word. Yeah. So the next thing that happens is we go. I go back, and now we're preparing for warfare. That's right. Because if they are blood scripts and this organized, and he just disrespected me, the next thing that's going to happen is I'm going to be victimized. So this is what this 18, 19 year old was thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool. We play it by ear. I go to class maybe like within the week. All these instances happening simultaneously because. We are from a different world in our head. You know That's what I'm right. saying? In, in, in mind, body, and soul. I came back from macroeconomics class, I think. You know what I'm saying? On my English class. And I had a heavy book bag going. And I'm so walking. you was really on school shit? Yeah. I'm like, we smart. Like, you know what I mean? That shit ain't got nothing to do with that. Just because yeah. I can shoot somebody don't mean that niggas ain't smart. So <laughs> I got a book bag going. I'm ready to go to school. I, I went to Catholic school. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't yeah. nothing yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I sat down on a bench because I was tired. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and and, and a black a black and gold came up to me and told me get the fuck off his bench. So now I'm looking at another black man tell me to get off his fucking bench as if he owns it, just like the gangs do back home. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So at this point, it wasn't about buzz, cribs, Greek life, or not. I know because when I end up looking it up, what they represent is what not was not what they was displaying to me. So I was a young black man that they should have put up on and and, and, and embraced and showed the history so that I can be loved and embraced. That's right. What he did was start something that 
they could not finish. And that was the start of my relationship with college kids. That's right. You know, and <laughs> I learned the funny part quick. about it, what he is describing, yeah, happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So if anybody from Howard who went to Howard between yeah. 2000 oh, and Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. In that environment, right? And especially like with HBCUs, right? So I'm, and I'm gonna say small HBCU. I went to Auburn State, which is small HBCU like Dell State. So when you when you're dealing with that, like you have a couple of different types of kids, right? You have the smart kids, right. the presidential scholars, you got the Greeks, you got the all right, middle of the road kids, and then you got the hood kids. But then you also got the locals. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it's a big environment, but one of the environments that always has a clash and, and oh yeah, and the athletes, the football team. Indeed, they're all they're all different communities. Yeah, they're all right? different communities. Yeah. And so one of the, the three of the biggest clashes are Greeks and athletes. Um, athletes and locals, and just the general community, hood niggas and locals, right? Um, and hood niggas and and, and um, Greeks. That's one of the biggest ones. Um, and I've seen, and the funny part about it is like that that relationship is the funniest part to me because I've seen that's always the relationship that ends up coming full circle. The Greeks and the hood niggas always the relationship that comes full circle at right. the end. Yeah. Always, it always comes full circle. That's because the, you have that's, to that's the, y'all, y'all, that's Because that. you have to understand, it's like he said, it's kappas, alphas, whatever. It is a structured game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, like we have territory, we have hand signs, we have calls, we have handshakes, we got rules. We, you know what I'm saying? It's all the way that whole thing. Yeah. And how he said it is, it's like you know, and the unification and, to yeah. fight and defend, and defend together. together. Yeah. That yeah. part there. And so how he said is like, hey, the bench he sat on, like he said, it's black and gold. It's painted. It's got the letters on it. It's got little symbols on it. And so for them, that's kind of like, hey, if I tag this wall and you standing on it and you from the opposite gang or you ain't from no gang, that's disrespectful. Yeah. But you might not know that because yeah. you ain't in you that. Don't. Yeah, you, don't you don't know don't. that. You don't know that. And so that's why I said it always comes full circle because they show up on campus and they just chilling. It's some girls standing close to the plot. Or, some, or whatever, and they just be like, hey, what's up? And you just be like, hey. And we do react that way. That is, that's a big portion of, uh, especially like to uh, freshmen or younger people, young, young, younger uh, underclassmen that want to pledge. We assholes to them. And we assholes to the first point of, hey, don't step on our plot. And it, it's stupid because we, we, we're guilty of the point of like, you should know that. You're in college. When realistically, it's like, nah, no, you shouldn't say that. Right? That's not a part of college. But that's why I said that relationship at the end of the day, because just like I said, now, when it comes to it, when your freshman year that happens, by the time you get to junior, senior, you're hitting other parties, they know who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a nigga that's going to come in and shut shit down. Yeah. And by the time that is, you known on campus. If you go to one of these smaller HBCUs, I ain't talking Howard Hampton, no disrespect to anything, but like smaller, Fort Valley, Dell State, um, Virginia Union, mm-hmm. Albany State, those smaller ones to where everybody in the union, mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah. If, if you got a day camp, like the, the bros out, we all out and stuff like that, that's what you do. So it always comes full circle because they know who you are. Yeah. They knew that, they got the understanding and you you figured it out also on the point of like, hey, you know what? I get, I, now I see what y'all are. Half the time, I'll tell you this. When it come down to hood niggas pledging, yeah. 
Cues and cues and calculus. Oh, that's where they come. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That most most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Most of them come from that background. Yeah. yeah. Especially calculus. That most of them come from that that background. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. So. What? I I know people gonna want to know what. Because you know my you know my audience is not from you know. You know I want you to. Let them. I want you because they don't understand what make you blood. What's that? What me? What's that? So, bring them. To, what, so, what what brought you to become a blood? The fact, yes. So at the age of sixteen, you know what I'm saying. Um, bloods probably had, you know, my bloods like you know, from you know movies and stuff like that. But you know, when blood started coming to New York City. You know what I mean? Um, um, and Crips. Noticeable, I would definitely have to say around 93. You know, where it's conflict, it's evident. You know, you see people wearing red, you see people wearing blue. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's clashing, altercations that are, are starting to happen. And it's starting to spread like a wildfire in New York and especially in New Jersey as well. Like where it's, it's, it's violence happening because of the, um, um, the altercation. So I signed up and became a blood and October 16, 1996. Now, I joined Bloods because literally I was connected to the camaraderie and it felt like a family because my family was dysfunctional. My household was war and hell. So now I'm bumping into other brothers and sisters. Tell them, you want to go there? I'm going I'm to I'm go, go, go to it. Like the probably the best way to do it is to answer that okay. and then go back to okay. how I'm I, sorry. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um that family structure that I have was not the best and, and most conducive to a, a, a young little boy growing up in white, black, Chinese, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't. So now I'm outside in the street and I'm bumping into other little boys and girls that have been through the same shit. This girl been raped, molested, beat up, or this dude has been, you know, neglected, no food today, this, 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 this. All these same elements. My father's on crack, my father's dead, my father's in jail. The same criteria we all have. No government services coming in, intervening to help or rescue us. No neighbors that had a family structure were helping and saving us. So guess what? We formulated our own family. And it just so happened to be a gang. Now, if it was the alphas and anything that was out there to pick us up, we would have did it. If it was a police organization that was there to pick us up, we would have did it. If it was a like, so on and so on. It just so happens that in my neighborhood, it happened to be gangs that was our rescue and savior of our life. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So we joined up to it. And unfortunately, because of whatever misplaced anger we had, the outlet became to victimize people, but it was a moral and code to it. You victimize and, 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 and hurt people inside of that same lifestyle. Yes. So drug dealers so are included, other gang bangers, crews, anybody doing street element are included. They it's food. actually yeah. frowned upon, just to make it clear, like to get that misconception out there. That's right. It's frowned upon right. from other gang Can members. Can you say that culture. louder, please? Because I don't think, I be trying to tell people this. Can you please reiterate that? It's frowned upon for anybody outside of the gang culture to be victimized. One of the first things that they're against is black on black crime. That's the very first That's thing that they're against. Now, do some people spill out and do it? 
Of course. Is it a penalty for it? Of course. Is the world privy to know that? No. Right. No. It's no different from when you go outside to dinner and somebody in the family does something that is disrespectful. You don't beat their ass or shun them in front of the world to see. You wait till you get back in the, home, in the household to whip his ass and correct the action. So that's pretty much like, you know, to put that out there to understand it. Now, as far as something to, to characterize the members of gang culture, my upbringing, as long as I remember, I've been getting my ass whooped and my mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm the oldest out of three. You know what I'm saying? My father used heroin. He used to shoot it up in front of me. And he used to also smoke crack. Now, because he, he had these ways, he often would beat up my mother because he didn't have a job. You know what I'm saying? Besides sticking people up and hustling. All, all he used to do was beat up my mother. You know what I'm saying? Black eye, bust a lip. You know what I'm saying? Slam her up and go into a purse and take the rent money and end up paying for um, whatever his habit was. I used to get the blunt of that stick because if, you know, after somebody gets beat down, of course, they're not even, you know, physically conscious to protect you. Now, here I go, you know what I mean, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, you know what I'm saying, after she's beat down or at work, and now he's instilling all of his bullshit vices into me. You know what I'm saying? So, one of the rules and regulations for my house was whenever we knew he was drunk or high, we can tell by the rattles of his keys on the outside of the door before he come into the apartment. Once we heard it, my mother would specifically have rules and regulations and, 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 and an infrastructure set up. Take your brother and sister, go into the back room and lock the door. No matter what you heard on the other end of the door, do not open the door, Jason. So when he used to come in the house, bam, slamming him, boom, um, beat, punching on a beater. Joe, stop, don't do this. I can't do this. We got to pay the rent. You can't take it. I don't give a fuck, bitch. All this kind of shit is going on on the other end that we, I'm hearing and, 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 and physically feeling. My brother and sister are pulling on my head, scratching at me, trying to gouge at my eyes, calling me, you faggot, you punk, you bitch, you sucker, all these fucking things. You're not really my brother. You don't want to help mommy. This is my world. So by the time I was eight, nine, I've already started using self-mutilation as an outlet. I used to burn myself over the stove on live fire. I used to bite myself into my blood. I used to stick my fingers into cups of water and play with the sockets to shock myself at eight and nine years old because I mentally couldn't take what was going on and I didn't know how to process whatever traumas I was going through because it wasn't even being identified as a trauma in the first place. Yeah, it was like normal. It was the norm. You know what I'm saying? And all I could think was, if this hell is normal, yeah, how am I supposed to be? Yeah. But fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't understand how with my child mind and mentality that I would go to school. Now, because of what's going on in the house, my mother's not going to catch on to certain things. She's just going to ship us out the house because she doesn't want to get in trouble for me not being in school for attendance. Mm -hmm. Now, here we go. Gym time. I'm being asked to take off my, my, my shoes to put on my sneakers or my tennis shoes. And it's holes in my socks. Yeah. Now, I do this and I'm pushing back against the teacher because 
I know I'm about to get teased. Me being teased will end up being in a fight because I have no outlet for whatever I'm going through in the household. This is where the defiance come from. And all of a sudden, I become disconnected from school and a behavior issue. We didn't get no breakfast. So in the classroom, it's so quiet, but my stomach is rumbling and it get hurt. And all of a sudden, I'm being teased. I'm going to fight the first chance I get. If it's not in the classroom, it's going to be at recess. I'm going to fight because I'm being teased and fucked around inside of the house and now outside. I'm not getting no escape. Right. You know what I mean? So school was actually a, 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 a escape outlet, but not when these things start coming up. You get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Just to, to, to make sure I put a layer on what was going on in that house. The first time I had sex, I was 11 years old. This wasn't on my own. My father came to the school. He picked me up and, and took me out of school. When he took me out of school, it was a it was a woman that was ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? I already knew it was bullshit. It, it, it was some boy, be some some fucking shit. We link up to we, we catch up to the woman and we're walking back to the projects. Now I'm already embarrassed. Because I feel like I betrayed my mother. Everybody knows my mother from the projects. Now, my father is grabbing on her ass, her chest, he's kissing on her, and I'm walking right beside them, and I'm thinking that I'm betraying my mother. I'm already going through, like, mental shit in my head. Like, what is this? You know, people not saying nothing, they frowning at me, and stuff like that, and I'm already putting my head down in shame because I'm like, I'm, what do I do? This is my hero doing some fucking villain shit. Yeah. We go upstairs, and... The first question this nigga asked me was, have you ever got your dick wet before? So I remember when I heard the words, something can't, it's like I swallowed it and it felt all weird inside of my body. That that gut feeling like, you know, you're about to get shot or robbed or some yeah. shit like that. That shit came yeah. over me. Yeah. He told me to go like on. you knew who was coming. I didn't know what was coming. I knew something bad was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, right. He right. told me to go to the bathroom and take off my clothes. Now, I, by then, at 11 years old, I had watched enough movies to know that something sexual was about to happen. And I thought for all their life that I was about to get raped by my father because I watched enough, you know, special yeah, victims yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so I thought yeah. I was about to get raped. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Like, you know, I've always thought, like, I would do this, I would do this, I would do this. But now here I am. Being presented with it, and I'm, 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 I'm crying in the bathroom, I'm scared, I'm biting my nails, I'm like, what am I going to do? And he comes in, and he's like, come on. He smokes crack, she smokes a crack pipe, and she's naked already, and he has like a shirt on, only his shirt, and he proceeds to have sex in front of me with her. He finished and went over into the corner. And he's, he's talking and coaching me like, yo, you know what I mean? You about, to, you, about to, you about to, you know, get some, you know, good pussy and shit like that. All of this shit is like bullet holes going through me yeah. because I don't know what the fuck is going on. It feels like I'm in a, a fucking nightmare in a dream that I can't get up out of. Yeah. I woke up to the bed and now she's kind of geeking because she just smoked crack and she says, climb in the bed. I'm going to take care of you. I climb into the bed, you know, literally. My, 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 my penis is going from limp to hard, limp to hard, because all the confusion going on into my head. Yeah. 
I didn't know that sex had an essence to it, that it smelled different. I didn't know that women got wet down there. I didn't know that here, pubic hair yeah, yeah, was yeah. down there. I didn't know that a woman's checks. Certain yeah, things I just didn't know. know. Right. She's literally around the same age as my mother. So now I'm looking at, oh. in my head, I'm thinking that all black women do this type of shit at yeah. one time in their life. So now mm-hmm. I'm getting my perspective of what a black woman is and I'm already learning like to hate them and disrespect them or not have any respect for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm already, it's already forming in my head. Yeah. I get in the bed and she's doing everything but she's talking, she's um, um, she's she's laughing, she's like, you know, come on baby, it's alright and this is going to be good. Um, she's saying all kinds of shit that's fucking with me. It's just fucking with me, driving me insane. Yeah. I break down crying. And the shit that fucked me up the most was she stopped and helped me like an aunt or a mother would and said, baby, don't worry about it. We, we can stop. We don't have to finish this. That's the shit that stuck with me the most. Yeah. So that was that. The problem is those kind of incidents kept happening. Not the actual sexual act, but the kind of severity of that kind of place yeah. that is not conducive to a child or any person for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Literally, he was fucking people's mothers all around the projects and, and, and taking me with him. So if they had kids that were older than me, while they're moaning in the back, somebody's either trying to fight me or do some fucked up shit to me. So what's crazy is when we talk about developing really, really, like, bad perception on life and, 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 and why how bad decisions get made, this is how they are conformed. So, one day, it might have been a 16 or 17 year old girl in the house. You know what I'm saying? So, I already thought I was going to get punched in the stomach like I did last time or smack in the back of the head or just be mistreated, right? So, I turned the cartoon on. Oh, no, she turned the cartoon on for me and she turned it up. She said, don't worry about it. You know, because I guess she was used to it. She's used to it because her mother does this. You know what I'm saying? They're in the back doing what they're doing. It's moaning and whatever in the, in the back. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting down next to the TV and I start crying. I start crying because I'm thinking I'm about, I'm about to be, she's about to fuck me up. She's she's bit, she's bit much bigger than me. You know what I mean? She's 17 and we talking about I'm eight or nine or some shit like that. So I'm already getting scared. She turned off the TV and she put my head on her lap and she rubbed my back and she said don't worry about it it's gonna be all right and that was the first time i felt a connection of love and protection so she was everything yeah, like my yeah, hero yeah. Nah. you get what i'm saying the crazy thing about it was that was for that incident fast forward two or three weeks later mother gets knocked out boom but I didn't already, you know, created a habit where when that happens and my father goes out, takes some money and goes out to get high, what I would do was I would raid her pockets or, or old winter coats and get changed dollars and shit like that for my brother and sister. And I would go and buy candy, like four, three, four dollars worth of candy. And I bring it back, put it in the microwave, the toaster, all kinds of shit you're not supposed to do because we're kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know what to do. I don't know how to cook, so... Candy, you know, you do all kinds of stupid shit, bro. <laughs> no, all like, all, all, all like, I got the idea of yeah. grilled cheese. Yeah. 
I'm not going to fuck with it, so I don't know how to cook. Right. So I would get the toaster and get bread and cheese, uh, stick it into the, the toaster. That's right. And what you call because yeah. I thought that's how it was that's done. Right. You know that's what I'm right. saying? Right. 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 Just trying, like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. She, you're knocked out. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Your eyes are closed, puppy, and you're knocked out. So I'm... You know, my brother, like, I'm hungry and doing all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, they want they to dig in the cereal. And then when she wakes up, I get my ass whipped because I didn't stop from giving the cereal. So, chill. I'll go get this. So, I, I get the money out of her pocket or purse, whatever. The 2 $3 dollars will change. And I went outside. Now, we talking about eight, nine years old sneaking outside. So, I sneak outside. And I'm walking through the projects, about to go to the corner store. And I bumped into the same girl that protected me. She's like, hey, so what you doing out here? I said, I'm about to go to the store. She's like, you want cake? Yeah. I said, yeah. Literally came with her upstairs, and I'm sitting down, and I'm waiting for the cake. She went to the kitchen and came back with a piece of pie, but she was completely naked. And I'm like, oh shit! Like now you know you've been betrayed and tricked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, you know how we be like, yo, why the fuck that stupid ass girl did that, or why did he do that? Yeah. I was that. I, I literally yeah. just got, and that's that's how I know how it happens. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow, I really got groomed. Yeah, she, I, you know, she she did something nice to get something whenever the opportunity presented itself, and I'm like, oh shit! So now I'm scared. That feeling comes over me again. That freezing shit. Not, I'm not fight. Not flight, but I'm freezing. Yeah, you, so you now she laid across the couch and put the pie next to her, 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 her private. And she was like, eat the pie. And I'm like, so I get closer and closer to it, like to try to get, and she pushed my face down there. I felt, you know, wetness on my on, on, on my lips, so it like like kind of like my, my face and nose. And I'm like, and I run out the house. Yeah. But I've already been violated. Yeah. And what I also learned was that. I was violated and I didn't tell no adult to protect me because I already knew I possibly been getting my ass whipped for even being in that situation. So that's why I kept it to myself. And I realized that's how victims work because I've been a victim. That's right. That's why I ended up doing the work that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I could understand how you get caught up in these things. And once it happens and you're traumatized by it, you can end up being a game banger just like me. It's vampires. You know what I'm saying? You know, so that's just to put in content again, the shit I was going through in my upbringing. So by the time 16 came, bloods that defend each other, that protect each other, tie me up. I'm in it. And that level of trauma, that level of camaraderie will destroy anything in its way. So by the time I, you know, when I went to college, like, nigga, what? Who are you talking about? Right. <laughs> right. You know That's what I'm right. saying? Uh, like, this right. this is how it's gonna get it's gonna work and come up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna have a major problem with me. That's right. You know? That's so right. that's just to bring you to into full circle, like what's what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody nobody wants to hurt no 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 college students or, or, or nobody doing the right thing at all. No. At all. And, 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 and you know, and okay, so we did it, right? Indeed. So let me tell you how I got it. So listen, so I'm leaving here. I'm on the run here. So you in the school on the run? I'm huh? Now you're not in the school. I'm not in the school. Oh, you just up there. I'm up there. 
Because my shorty up there. Okay. My shorty in the military up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she like, yo, come up here, lay uh-huh. low, you know what I'm saying? Chill. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I bet. Pack my shit up, roll out. You know what I'm saying? I was beefing with you. I, I, I had just got back from the military. Okay. Remember that? I had just, I had just, you know, I went to jail. I went to prison in the military. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had just, yo, listen, I'm telling you, right? I, so this is the trajectory that we going on to meet each other because right. we all we coming from the same thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, so I'm like, um, so she like, yo, I ain't got no job, I'm wilding. So she like, yo, come up here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bet. So I I pack my shit up, I roll up there. So I don't know nobody in the town. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm in the house like COVID, nigga, back in <laughs> word, back 2001. in 2001. I'm on COVID time. I ain't coming out the house. I don't know nobody. I got the jammer with me, but I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I don't know what's going on in right. the town. I'm, it's literally just me and her. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> so she like, yo, what you gonna do? And I'm like, man, um, she like, man, trying to find a job. So I'm like, all right. So she, I'm going, yo, I'm I'm walking the whole. If you ever been to Delaware, Delaware State, yeah. that whole thirteen, nigga, I'm walking that shit, <laughs> trying to find everything on it, everything on it. So I'm going to Radio Shack, nigga. <laughs> 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 yo, I'm going to Radio Shack. Because I'm trying to, you trying to get over. I can't be fucking around up here with her because she in the military. Mm-hmm. And I had just caught a bed. Yeah. I don't even supposed to be on the base. Right. So I'm like, I'm finding me a job, nigga. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yo, so I go to the fucking Toys R Us. Right? So I ask the dude, and I'm like, man, y'all hiring me? He's like, yeah. He's like, man, you could, can, you, can you work overnight? So I'm like, motherfucking right. You know what I'm saying? So he like bet. He was like, man, you can you can you can work unloading the trucks. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, all right. So like I said, no, I don't know nobody. So he like, man, you can you can come start the night. So I'm like, all right. So he say, man, when you get here, Jason gonna be here. <laughs> so I'm like. Alright, he was like, yeah, nigga got a ponytail type shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you already That's what the man that's what the manager nigga say. He say he, the white boy say he ain't got a ponytail. Black guy, he got a ponytail. So I'm like, alright. I'm like, alright. Like, I'm thinking he a Delaware freak boy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's a one of these a Delaware nigga like oh, I ain't nigga they got they in the ponytails up here. Right, right. I don't know what the fuck they into right man I get in that motherfucker and he was like yo you the new dude you know we meet he like yo you the new dude right so I'm like yeah so he like where you from so I'm like I'm from DC he's like yeah okay so I'm like I don't know whether the nigga sizing me up or like you know but we just in there working right so he like yo. So we just get to talking on some real shit. Like, you know, real niggas just like, just it's just, it was easy. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this will, he let me in. Mm-hmm. He, he, he like, nigga, this will be on. The question, the, the, me questioning him. So go ahead, tell, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Me questioning him, I need to know. What did you see when you seen me though? 
I saw, I saw, I saw a regular nigga. <laughs> but I need to know that you're not no snitch, you're not no punk, you're not right, this, yeah. you're not this. So the question I'm asking you is to find out what the fuck I'm working with and I'm dealing with. Because right. otherwise, we can be co-workers and we ain't got to talk about nothing criminal. Right. But if I think yeah. I can help you out, yeah. I'd rather have you as a friend right. than an enemy. Right. So let me hook up, let me, let me link up. And hook up with my brother, right. who I just don't know yet. That's right. That's it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So That's when right. I'm talking to him, I'm already on some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> so so when, I him, when I put him on, we already, we already got a process set up going on back no, here. No, no, no process. I'm hey. the only nigga doing it. Hey. Exactly. I got something going on back here. Yeah. I'm knocking over the whole motherfucking joint. Yeah. I'm like, yo, listen, you, you, you might come in handy. Like, you know what I mean? I could do this for myself, but. It'd probably be better with, with, with two people. You know what I'm saying? How about this? Let me show you how this works and how it's done. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And I took him to my crib and he seen he seen the whole store. Yeah. He seen the whole store. Whole store. He's talking about <laughs> swing sass nigga. You know, you ever seen Toys R Us nigga? They got the swing. <laughs> To the ceiling, all kinds of shit, all that shit. Every so, I'm already knocking the joint up, and we end up linking up on some yo. This is what I do. I put the shit in in the paper. You know what I'm saying? And I sell it, and people get you know. And I I do it for nice, decent prices and shit like that. This this is my this is my my my, my thing on top of whatever I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And I was just that one criminal element of what I was doing. Right. You know what I mean? So I took them to the campus. And he's seeing the same bikes from Toys R Us, a whole bunch of monkeys. <laughs> Everybody got a mongoose on, 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 you know, the Kaplan. So that's what I'm saying. The whole, the whole Greek life, the whole um, 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 athletes, everybody got yeah, when we found hookup, we did, this shit. So it's going to profit. So I'm, all, I'm already beloved mm-hmm. at this point. I'm at the point now where I put them on and now we can take orders. Oh, I got pregnant at campus. Oh, I promise. What do you need? Oh yeah, I promise you. We was getting the, that's right, correct. Oh, I was going, I was going hard, and he was the right person that understood what was going on, and he was like, and, 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 and we locked from there. We locked and was embracing. We even moved into the same fucking complex. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Right across the street from each other. Yeah. But that's but I'm saying. So this is how I, I meet him at this. The, the Toys R Us, and once I met him, I knew nobody, but once I met him, mm-hmm. it was like, Floodgates. it was like, yeah, Everybody that's the home, it. like, mm-hmm. and it was just, that was my set, like I said, that was, I didn't know nobody, but yeah. when I, when we started working, it was like, yeah, he knew the it, game, it was cracking, he knew that, he knew, he knew every, every aspect, criminal, and just social, he was introduced as my brother. You know what I'm saying? So even when shit came up like beef, which is a whole other element of a, of a criminal. Not all criminals are fucking volatile. I just happen to be volatile, and he would happen to be a volatile person when need be as well. Just identical. So when shit come, came up and we could not compromise and we couldn't mediate it, whatever needs to happen, definitely happen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And 
that was it. That, that was the the, the, the the making of the a, a great friendship. That's a fact. From there. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? From there on. You know what I mean? And all yo. kinds of shit happened. You yo. know what I'm saying? Joe, you know what's crazy? Yo. Back then, we were super naive to mental health. Oh, yeah. So one of the things that came up, even though we both might have been going through mental health shit, I had some real severe trauma that my mental health constantly spilled out. And the reason how I knew to trust him and, and to love him is because it didn't scare him away. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about my mental health outbursts were always like severe, like dramatic, damaging. You know, somebody got hurt, somebody, it, 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 it's always some major fucking explosion. And I melt down. So if I'm crying, I'm, I'm spermatic, I got a I got a I got a slammer on me, I'm ready to do whatever. He would, he would, he would process it with me. Whenever I had suicidal tendencies and shit like that, he would process it with me as a friend, even if he could help or not. You know, so this is my arm. I have cuts, burns, brands all over my upper torso, all over my whole body from self-mutilation since I was eight and nine years old. So now he's witnessing for the first time a black street dude that is self-destructive and self-mutilated because that is only usually associated with white teenage suburban girl. Which is not true. We just do it in different ways. So that's how I, that's my tap into mental health. Because when I started going to a therapist, I started to become an advocate and learn more and more and more as I much uh, as I could. And what we figured out in it is that the mental health service is disconnected from our population. But look, our, go ahead. And if, so when you, st- so even like right before you figured out that you need to go see someone, right? Mm-hmm. How hard was that process from figuring out to actually going to see someone? Was that something that you battled? Like, I'm not going to sit down and talk to this person. That, that's you mean like denial and stuff like that? Denial or just denial or just on the point like that's just not that's not what we do. You know, because like you said, our community gotcha. just we don't do that. So I think I got lucky because uh-huh. mine was so severe. You know what I mean? It's easy for somebody to be like, oh, nah, I ain't fucking with that shit. I'm cutting myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to a party and I got fresh cuts on me, and it's like, yo. They might not say nothing to me because they're afraid of me because of mm-hmm. the action that I've, I, I displayed on the campus or, 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 or anywhere that we at. I go to the bathroom. They they, they might be hollering at T like, yo, what the fuck? Is this nigga safe to be around? Yeah. And he's now helping them process it. Like, yo, listen, he all right. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he got some some issues and shit like that. But, you know, he's, he's okay. That is when I learned what uh, a support system is, mm-hmm. which is important with mental health, right? Mm-hmm. So... When I when when it came when it blew up and was out of control and we'll get to that 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 matter of fact we can get into it now. What happened was I was making money with a group from Philly, and some incidents transpired where one of my friends killed the other, shot him in the head. And then he killed himself. I got caught with his dead body. The cops came in, freeze. I got caught with a dead body, red-handed. The only thing that saved me was that I didn't have gun residue on my hands. And I just got stabbed up and my lip bit off a week or two before. So the pictures that the cops were trying to paint was that 
we had a, 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 an internal beef between the team or the crew, and I put a hit out on him, and that's how that transpired, right? So I'm already dealing with law enforcement on the wrong side of the fence already. So, you know what I mean? That's how the level in of the testing that, that, that <laughs> way in Delaware, right? In Delaware. So, everything, every, so everything, when we talk about outbursts, everything I do is, is, is for some reason, super intense and super, like, yo, dangerous. Like, nobody wants to be around me in parties because, it's like, nigga, somebody, oh, gonna, somebody gonna end up dead, hurt, or cops gonna arrest us and try to put us away for life with you. Every time it's like that. So, it's kind of like, that's the that's the, the, the kind of like um, vibe I give off. But I'm the most loving, coolest motherfucker in the and world. People don't understand. It's a lot of people out there like that, and it's hard to get a support system when you like that, right? Because a lot of people are more like, you know, what I mean, I can't deal with that. Like, I, I just like, you got to figure that shit out right. or something. But I can't deal with like it's a lot of people, and it, like you said, a support system. Well, a lot of people, out? A lot of people don't really understand like how big or how small a support system could be. Right. right. And the support system could be, like, very small. Like, just the other day, like, so my homegirl that I went to high school with, and we grew up together, right? And so we grew up together, ended up going to the same college, um, and she had a child in college. And so her child now is a senior. And so I shot her a text the other day and was like, and just out of the blue, like, hey, man, I'm proud of you. Right. And she just hit me back and was like, for what? And so, you know, some people right. some people aren't even used to hearing somebody say, like, I'm proud of you. Like, I tell my friends all the time, like, I'm proud of you. Right. And I was just like, because, man, I feel like, what you did to a little girl? Like, you raised her by herself. Like, you was a freshman in college when you got pregnant. And that shit happened out of nowhere. Nobody was expecting this girl to go off to school to get pregnant. Right. right? Nobody. I, period. Yeah, I didn't think she was getting fucked. No, yeah, <laughs> seriously. No. I'm dead serious. Like, nobody was expecting that. So, for her to pop up pregnant was just like a... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Know. And for her to finish and then what the little girl turned out to be, it was just yeah. like I had to say, like, hey, man, I'm proud of you. And so to have that support system, like, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a support system for her, but st- little small things like that no, are support no, 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 system. It works. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people don't understand how small, like, especially black men. Right. You know but, what I'm saying? But I think that was the thing for me, even just because I was up there. And I was, I ain't had, I, you know, I really ain't had no family anyway. Y'all supporting each other? So it was just like, yo, that's my nigga. Like, right. shit, nigga, he plugged me. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah, like, like, you know, yeah, shit, we so, all in. So the crazy part about it was, my situation was only weird and different because everybody seemed to love me because I can always do shit for people. I've always got people out of jams from rent on down. I like this is that's who I am. That's my thing. I just so happen to come with this sense of danger. Also, you know what I mean. And that's only if you want to get involved with that shit. You get caught up like with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have to separate the real from the fake. Who's really with me and who's not? You know what I'm saying? So what happened is, rest in peace, champ. He got killed. Rest in peace, champ. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Um. I get arrested for this shit. I get released because the, the residue come um, 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 come back and I don't have it on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's an awkward thing. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm like, yo, I'm going to fuck this thing up when I catch him because he fucking murdered shit. You know what I'm saying? But I love him. I love that nigga. But then he kills himself the next day on suicide watch. He hung himself. 
don't I don't have nobody to process this shit with. So what happens is the word went out. The word went out that, you know, because nobody knows what happened in that household. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows the details. Cause I ain't, I'm not no fucking snitch. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not telling you niggas what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if that does, you know, clear my name that, you know, I didn't hurt this boy. Didn't know that his mother was a was a was a city councilwoman yes. out of Atlanta City. You know what I'm saying? And we had ties with Philly. So it's a war breaking out in Philly already over this shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I'm already high off life. Pills galore. That's a fact. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? I had a real big drug addiction um, um, to, to opioids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just got bit, so I got an endless supply of it. Two funerals happened. Champ was on Wednesday. Cow was on Friday. Cow is the one that they say, you know, and he wrote a fucking uh, a suicide note apologizing for this shit. Yeah. Now, this is supposed to clear our name, but the cops are suppressing this shit and still fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? So now it's hard for me to even make my criminal money. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we get to that shit in a minute. I go to the funeral. I go to Champ's funeral first, and all I hear is his mother in the... And at the at the the, the, the beginnings uh, with the casket at and the funeral screaming like I know that motherfucker you know is not here you know what I mean and I could hear uh, it's getting yeah. promotion now I'm there with some of the the, the, the the students from Dell State that came in to support and go to the funeral and now they're looking at me funny yeah. and I'm like yo man I brought a strap with me so I'm like yo man like I'm high and I'm like yo like. I open one of y'all niggas' heads in this motherfucker, like, you know what I mean? Cause this this now this is the outburst yeah. of the mental health like coming out. One of my people said, yo, chill. I got a phone call, met one of my niggas that was that was actually um, um, um in the house with me. They said, yo, Jay, we have a problem. It's a war going on. They think we did it, we have to do with it. You know what I'm saying? They don't know nothing about, you know, this, 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 this um note of a, a mission. You know what I'm saying? The cops can't clear us on this shit. We fucked. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta, we just gotta fight it out with these motherfuckers until time passes. I said, what? You know what I mean? And when they came, they came 15 deep. Or you know, Philly is some strapped motherfuckers. They some strapped ass motherfuckers. The only thing that comes second to fucking Philly is DC. But they some armed ass motherfuckers. So I'm like, damn. He said, yo, yo, Jay, just chill. And the word is, anybody that goes to cow funeral, they lighten the fuck up. So now, this shit is fucking with me. I go home, I find out no males even want to go to cow's funeral. So I had one, two, three girls that was cool. That was like, yo, Jay, we'll go if, you know what I mean, support you, you know what I'm saying? And to see him off, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we ride together. So we ride over together. We circled the, 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 the funeral home twice. It's niggas out there. Yeah. Ready. For real. Mm-hmm. Giving it up, North Philly. Crazy. Parked the car. I'm, 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 I'm with crutches on. Strap. We go inside of the funeral home and it's empty. That fit, shit fucked with me mentally. Yeah. That yo, like, this shit is crazy. His mother is wailing and I see, you know, his cousin there. You know what I'm saying? You know, I said what up to him and shit like that. But, you know, I'm, I, I might not have been feeling him as much either because, you know, he could have helped with clearing the name up yeah. instead of all of this conflict. Like, niggas is trying to pop heads off because of some shit that is forced. Clear it. 
Don't say don't don't say our friend, your cousin, our loved one, dead man's honor in his name when you can clear us. Mm-hmm. That ain't not nothing to do with snitching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to prevent more of us being in part of this funeral home or in prison for, for this shit. So it's clear. That didn't happen, but you know, that wasn't the time and place for it. So I went downstairs upset. I took eight perks, chewed them up, swallowed it. That shit is nothing. You would tell you like that shit is nothing to me. So I chewed it up, swallowed it, drank my water from the sink, and I went in the bathroom store and I had I had my revolver and I'm playing with the shit in my mouth about to open up. And somebody had came into the bathroom and he started talking to me in the bathroom, like, what? He's like, when you get out, you know what I'm saying? If you want to talk to somebody, I'm here. And he slid a card under the bathroom shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this man talking to me? It said counselor for mental health mm-hmm. and depression. And he was a representative of Delaware State. Somebody from Delaware State had sent them there. And so the connection, that's how I linked up with it. I would have never walked into it on my own. Okay. Somebody reached out to me, and that's what we mean by real services. Real services is not going to wait for the people they're supposed to serve to come in. They're going to go to you. They're going to go to your house. They're going to know where you're going to be victimized at or hurt at or you need the service at and go to you. So that the disconnect doesn't have to be um, um, the main factor on why you don't get the services. So what happens, I saw this shit, I looked at it, I was like, yo, I took in consideration that he took a big risk. Doing that. Yeah. I could have shot his ass, you know what I'm saying? Or got mad and fucked his ass up and pissed it with him. But I was like, yo, I respected that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? So that was the relatability that I I, I got. I went to see him. He seen all these my 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 fresh cuts and he was like, and he got red he red flagged me. He reached out to my kid's mother, Blair, who was my girlfriend at the time, and said, you know, you come into the hospital, you know, you're going to see a real therapist and stuff like that. And when I got there, you know what I'm saying, he had talked to her by herself. I'm like, you know this nigga? You know what I'm saying? And when she's sitting next to me, she just started crying. I'm like, what the fuck is you crying for? What the fuck are y'all doing? Like, you know, in my head, like, you seen this nigga or something? Like, what the fuck? It's a breakup? It's a dead John? Like, Fuck is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? You know, and all I'm thinking is like, yo, good thing I left my gun in my fucking car, like, cause y'all niggas so. playing stupid, like, you know what I mean? So she just crying. I'm gonna be like, she like, she can't, she can't get the words out to say. So he's like, hey, just come with me, don't worry about her. So I'm like, yo, what's up, man? So I'm walking, and he takes me into a room, and this is how culturally confident comes into effect. I go into a room. It ain't no bed, it ain't no chair, it's a mop. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck you taking me? And all the security guards come in, and now I'm getting even more outrage. Right. Instead of de-escalating me, now I'm getting like, yo, what's up? I'm crazy? Now I'm like, I'm, I'm playing into it. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to be calm. But understand this shit. I'm going to talk calm, collecting and shit like that. When I get out of here, understand this act that y'all did just now might cause people's lives. So... This is your job that you suck at. They was like, no. And of course, this is exactly what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was mad as all shit for fucking like a, maybe a couple months off that shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking to her. Like, man, I don't even shit. Mm-hmm. You try to have me in a crazy house every time a movie come on. I'm like, look, look. Th- 
Slippers. This we try to do that to me, motherfucker. That shit works in prison. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm going. Yeah, you eat jello and yeah. I'm going ape shit. Like you know what I'm saying? So boom. That's how I got introduced to that type of services. Because when I did speak to somebody. So you got introduced like all the way. Yes. Like it was full force, like 72 hours. Let's do the full yeah. evaluation. I, 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 I just saying. Oh, you're saying? Oh, I'm okay. saying. No, but, but I got the, I, I, I am a listener. So I, I heard what they were saying. And the few things that they were saying, even though I was disconnected from it, I applied it to see if it worked. Mm-hmm. Some of it worked. So I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I can use that shit. So later on in the line, I end up going full fledged. Like, if I do this, this, and this, would this help me cope with this? Mm-hmm. How do you cope with, you know, a sexual uh, 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 event that happens with your father? You know, and how, how do you do that? How do you deal with? And, and, uh, and a lot of people can't answer that question, bro. Right, but they were able to point me in the right direction, okay. so I could do my own research. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Whenever I do get triggered by this. Do this whenever I do get triggered by something. Where do you feel that on your body? But that's the also the that's the that's the second part of mental health. Yes, that people are <clears throat> right now. You're in the first part of mental health, and people understand like, hey, mental health is actually a thing. Yes. Okay? The second part of mental health is going to be uh, how you how you actually deal with it, or what you actually what you actually do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like gotta identify it. Yeah, you gotta identify, like you said, like. It might not be a situation where I can tell you exactly. You have to go into a, a lot of people going to mental health thinking like my psychiatrist is going to tell me what to do. Yeah, and it, that's not what happens. Yeah, right. that's not. It's what a happens. lot of self development. Yeah, right? it is. It, they they point you they point you into a lot of direction for resources for information. Um, the part that you have to do that realistically only make mental health work is when you do your part. When they give you the resources, you make sure you use the resources. Yeah. When they do give you medication, make sure you use it and don't abuse it. Or whatnot, and even try to find a way to steer yourself off of it, mm-hmm. and not become a dependent of it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's a guy. It's definitely a guy. You know. What yeah. I mean? We, me, me, and T before we did this was having a real conversation on what I told my dude for a living. Mm-hmm. Part of what I do is, as a mental health advocate, one of the main things I do is help people identify the traumas that they have been through. Especially if they don't think it never it, it never existed. Yeah. So what do you identify as a trauma? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So boom. Giving a child eleven years old beer, liquor, or wine, that's a trauma. No, it ain't. Yeah. It's a trauma. See, you don't see it as a trauma until you do it and now you're the victim of it. Mm. So what happens is you thought it was normal. So what you try to do is you gave liquor to your eight or ten year old kid, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden child services is taking your child. Now yeah. you're being victimized by it. It's like, uh-huh. oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know because you did not identify it as a tr- right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I seen a gun. The first gun I held was at nine years old. My father let me hold it since 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 um, thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Long. Because what people think is that. People think the event is the trauma, and that's not the trauma. The actual, the actual effect mm-hmm. from the event is the actual trauma. Like you said, like me, might, me maybe not giving you beer. That might, that's not the trauma, right? But the trauma is if somebody comes in here and says, "Hey, you're not supposed to be giving your kid beer. Let's take that." Now the consequences. No, the beer, the beer, the beer, the 
reaction of the bit is the trauma. Because what happens is you think that's normal. And what happens is when you think that's normal, you are desensitized from it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So what happens is if we all started giving our kids beer and liquor at that age, we might make an alcoholic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 if I see somebody break up crack and cocaine or sniff it at a young age, I think that shit is normal. And what happens is cool, because I, 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 this happened. I started dating, and I'm going to be like, yo, man, that shit is crazy, yo. Because, you know, something come up like, oh, I hate when my father did this. I'm like, yo, that shit crazy, yo. My father, my father um, your father used to drink too much. I said, my father used to fucking, he used to fucking um, 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 put the, put the, the, the string over his, 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 his arm, you know what I mean, to find a vein and, and, and shoot up. And then he started nodding off, and I'm going to be laughing about it, like, because it's my norm. Mm-hmm. And everybody else but my girl is like, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. And it's like, what you mean what happened to me? Your mother, and now now, now the, 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 the effects of trauma is coming out. Your mother knew about it? Yeah. What kind of mother, now, what the fuck you mean, what kind of mother? You know, yeah. now, now you judge. Right, yeah. that shock value yeah. kept happening throughout my life, and I'm like, oh, shit. Now I realize that I do feel alone and isolated because I can't talk to my coworkers about it. I can't talk to certain friends about it. I can't do certain things. And I'm realizing that I'm a fucking alien. What is going on in my own country? And I'm realizing how many of us are like that. And this is why it's hard to get a job, to work, to be social with regular citizens. Yes, yes. So you have a whole population of citizens that have been super traumatized, hyper traumatized, that do not know how to not be traumatized. And don't know, and we don't know, and we also don't know how to not traumatize other people. There you go. And we make it into culture. trying to normalize trauma. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to make every trauma normal. normal. They're trying to make it, you know, they're trying to make where, you know, uh, homosexuality. Right. Again, a lot of that started off with Great. people I having pedophilia. Yeah, a lot of people that started happening with that. When you start talking about alcoholism, drug, yeah. drug abuse, and things like that. It's normal. They're trying to make it normal. They're trying to make I'm it normal. I'm Yeah, or Portland. That's the shit. Or Portland. Like, hey, it's all right for you not to say, you know, not to say anything bad. Important, I understand drug abuse and stuff like that is an issue. But if you're going to get in front of Oh, it, hold up. Portland got, Portland, you can do whatever. Yeah, you can do whatever. 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 You can do whatever.
if they if they arrest if they arrest you if they arrest you first time they decriminalize it yeah they decriminalize it and so overall don't get arrested but you you necessarily you go to mental. Ain't that something? Yeah. So realistically, so <laughs> so realistically, so so on paper, yeah. on paper, it sounds like the right thing. But realistically, it's no. in front of the cam. Like I said in the car, in front of the cameras, it's the right thing because I mean, overall, you got to know, like, hey, who who are some of the smartest people on the earth? Dope fiends. So if you tell me that, hey, all I got to do if you if you catch me with an eight ball, all I got to do is go to maybe thirty days of rehab, or pay a hundred dollars, or pay a hundred dollars. I might not even have a hundred dollars this time, so I'm gonna hit this thirty days rehab and I'm back out on the streets. You, you know this dude telling me growing up because after after I hit rehab, it's not like you're not putting anything into this program. You know, the problem is with that. The problem is with that is that it completely excludes the victim of it because my life would not have been that way if my father was not doing the drugs to enhance yeah. mm-hmm. that behavior. So yeah. me being victimized. So start the cycle all over. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just to just to give like the, the, the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? You know, and um the bigger picture, right? So when we talk about massive um traumas that have been normalized, think about the genre of rap. We are the only culture that can call women bitches, hoes, fuck them, you know what I'm saying, something like, like all kinds of rape tendencies and, and, and toxic masculinity to that level, mm-hmm. right? China, nobody else does it. That's only and we, we turn, do it. We turn all the way up. And, 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 and it's accepted. Our babies, our little girls, it's just normalized. Like So when, so when a, a young boy says, like, yo, shut the fuck up, ho. Like, fuck is you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do whatever and, or, or say some shit. They being attacked, but we 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 okayed it. We normalized it. You know what I'm saying? Fact. You know what I mean? That's a fact. But homie, I knew you was about to say something. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like when I was growing up, me and my friends, one of this old head dude, we asked us, he was like, where y'all think crackhead come from? And we started laughing at this nigga, like, bruh, nigga, you a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know where crackhead come from. He was like, well, none of the crackheads I see come from around here. And he said what you was talking uh, alluded to what you were saying, this is about some of the smart people being drug addicts. You got people selling the drugs and that got into prostitution that was coming to DC like in like the early nineties. I was born in ninety, so like between like ninety-two and like two thousand two, you had a period of just like people just laying around because there wasn't no money going around, but it was still crackheads. He was like, All of these people, man, they come from up north, they come from here, they got good families, like some of the white girls, they families come snatch them up at the wintertime, feed them, they come back fat and they get house, something, you know what I'm saying? And that's it for me was like it changed my perception on like drug People who abuse drugs, people who... Mm-hmm. Like, think it was what you like, thought they was just poor people? That yeah, I thought it was just my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People around the way. But, but then I realized it was... Like you said, people go through trauma and hardship. Yeah, and funny. they get happy. What he's hitting on is important. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm also right now currently part of a, a, a volunteer one drug campaign. Now, the aspect I come from, you know what I'm saying, is not fully on... It's decriminalizing it in a certain... Since not for all, whatever act that you commit, you gotta do the time for. Now, um, um, mandatory uh, minimums and shit like that, of course, is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of shit wrong. So, you know, clarify that shit. You know what I'm saying? Rectify that shit. Yeah. People that get caught with personal shit, don't fucking, you know, slave and shit like that. Create services for them. Right. Reallocate the money that you're doing it to sentence motherfuckers and actually go for services. But it has to be for the services 
of the victims that you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Where we a victim, even if you are personally touched by it, for the whole fact that your perspective on a, a, a user was that they were poor and from your community, that was the trauma. Because your perspective is so extrude and wrong that you will go on doing things in life that don't even make sense and not productive because of that. So it should be a service where we are getting sat down and explained, this is what this is. This comes from it because we get more of a worldview and a universal view on how to address and solve problems. It's, it's about, it's almost you, yo, I always like your, your, your purpose, your, 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 your purpose denotes your, I mean, your, your environment denotes your purpose. Right. So, we're trying to say, yo, listen. It's this environment has created this. Mm-hmm. This is this 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 is this has become our purpose because our environment is not conducive to growth at all. At all. So, what do you you get shit from shit? You know what I'm saying? And you got to be a superhuman to make it out of that shit. That's why I'm telling you to be here. Right. Talking like this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, people ask me about this this tear on my face, right. and they think it's cause you know you got a body or you're mm-hmm. a killer. This shit has everything to do with the person I used to be. I murdered him. He's gone. He's done. <laughs> I like that shit. He's done. Like this that. is what this is about. Because I, it's there. But a lot, but what that is, even what you did though, everybody has to do that. Yes, everybody has to do that. Right? Yes, and I, I'll give you a case. Of Everybody knows the high school athlete. Yes. <laughs> that needs to murder himself. Yes, right. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Everybody knows. Everybody knows, everybody knows the rapper. Right. That needs to murder himself. That's right. Like, hey, man, real talk. Like, that right there, you can actually, even, you know, not saying that you're not a good rapper, but realistically, like, time has run out. I mean, let's just really look at it. You gotta it. grow, man. Yeah, it's, you gotta grow. It's a different chapter in your life. To put the content that you said, though, what you just said. And like I said, that's what we're going to talk about later on. How do I put into content what you mm-hmm. just said? Yeah. By you saying that you put a teardrop on your face as a representation of the negative you that is murdered and gone, that's right. that is actually a technique and tool for mental health. Yes. To process it. You yes. know what I'm saying? So. If you were able to break that whole shit down, you can actually teach. I am. Uh, don't no, 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 I'm just I'm, I know, I'm saying. I know where you're going. Right now, I know, I'm saying, don't, like, no, don't, no, don't think because they be watching. Don't, don't do that. Stupid as hell. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but I mean, that, 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 that relates to like all, all parts of life. I mean, even say for you, you talked about Greek life earlier. I mean, hey, pleasure. Does that like yes, you, murder, you yeah. murder? Yes, you murder your yeah. your old self yeah. before you cross so, over. You you murder your old. Can self. you imagine what would it look like if we put all that shit into content, package it up, and actually start giving that shit out oh, no, I, I, for free as a service so, to these fucking babies out here? I always and one of the biggest things that I've always I've had this conversation with a few members of my fraternity is what we drop the ball is. A lot of us, in my, a lot of us in my fraternity, you know, we first-time graduates, you know, poor things like that. Like a lot of people that are capitals, Qs, alphas, right? And and well, except with the exception of with the kids that are coming through now, right? You know, most of their parents are Greek, but you know, 
early 90s, early 2000s, we were still the first ones. Right. And so one of the things that we don't do is once we get it, we go and give scholarships to kids that have 3.0s, right. 4.0s, got, got, got school already paid for, so this is extra money going Preach to the quiet. pocket. Yeah, instead of saying like, hey, you know what? Let me find the kid that may be failing after this freshman year and see him all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See him all the way through. We only, I, my fraternity, we, I ain't gonna lie to you, we big for the photography. You know what's dope? As you're saying that shit, I did get an introduction to Greek life at the age of 15 and 16 um, on up. Mm-hmm. But it never broke down Greek structure and yeah. life. So I didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to recognize it, you know what I mean, when I saw it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not like Maryland uh, or down south. Yeah. Like, they got um, uh, posters, stickers, you know, uh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. You know, they wear it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's different. New York is so, definitely uh, not like, like that. So, you know even say, for instance, so here, one of the reasons why you don't really see it a lot here, you see it a lot in the south is, right? Here, you got to have two license plates. From the south, in Georgia and south, we only got to have one. So the other license plate ends up being the Greek letter. And they be all over. So you would pull up to a school. You would pull up to somewhere. Here you can only do like a tag frame. And so you would pull up to places and you would see all of these tags. You would see these letters, these numbers, these colors. And, and you would be like, well, what is that? You know, what is that? You know, what is that? Um, like here you got DC alumni chapter. Are you familiar with... So... When I was 15 and 16, the introduction I got to it was from the AKAs. Mm-hmm. They had a program called, you know, um, I don't even know what the name of it was. All I know was that the boys were called the, the, uh, Zenos and Kudos. Kudos. We were called Kudos, mm-hmm. and the girls were called Zenos, I believe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it was for high schoolers, and they would teach us how to step and stuff like that, and, you know, and mentors and stuff like that, even though. Yeah, we have we have right. a, I mean, we have a, a kids group called Kappa League like that. But again, it ends up who you know ends up being in Kappa League. The the kids of chapter brothers. Like we never come down to say come get kids out of your community and gotcha. say hey you know what I'm saying this part Washington D.C. alumni never comes to Southeast right. and that's one of the biggest. So that's, chest- a, that's, that's, a, that's a salute and a shout out because the AKs. Definitely did that. Yeah, now, the sororities point. do. The sororities got they, you. They get out, them, but they did it. They get out. Um, but it's one of the biggest parts about Greek life is when it comes to black men, there is like because I'm in that era right now to where from thirty to fifty five, mm-hmm. there's no there's no space for you mm. because you're so busy creating you. You know what I'm saying? You're, ra- you're raising a family. You're getting your career together. Understood. And so there's so you no, no sp- time. You don't got no time. There's no space for Understood. you. Like, so well, that's just give us the break. This is yeah. hard at the brothers and tell us to give No, us I know, but break. no. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, 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 but what happens that is... That clarifies a lot of shit. But what happens is... like You don't have to be upset at them. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of it was me being upset at Greek life from... When you read how it started... It's like your motherfucker, you y'all. Y'all, you holding them to it. Bro, it's yeah. almost like it's almost like gangbangers. Like nigga, you not really even banging. Right, you not yeah. really even being no Greek. Uh-huh. You know, you start to get that energy. You like you know, yeah. you see Martin Luther King. She be like, yo, hold up, nigga. <laughs> y'all, y'all was the fucking baby Panthers. Uh-huh. It's like what the fuck? Where the fuck that shit went? Yeah, niggas don't press it. The sorority, the sorority stay tight. The sorority, like the Delta's the right age. They stay, they they really stay yeah. tight right. from. That transition from school, from college to uh, they stay tight in there. But 
fraternities, they lose you in that part because overall you're you're providing for your family. So you pick up when you've gotten if you've gotten everything together, you're 55, mm-hmm. and you just need to get away from your wife once a month. Right. And you whatever bro's got going on, you going. That's where it picks back up. Yeah. So when you run into a lot of us, it's just surface, or it just turns into we only talk to you if you're interested. Right. Instead of saying, hey, time yeah, out. Nigga, a lot my, of them, I, I got a daughter that's four. I got a son that's seven. My nigga. Yo. You want to know? I don't got the time. <laughs> yo, I ain't yo, got the time. Yo, yo, but you know what I love about this talk right here? This is that level of communication that sparks the idea yeah. of him going back yeah. and, re, and reforming it. Yeah. We going back, reforming it, and then yeah. we unify together because that's, right. that's the problem. The reason why they are all winning and we are losing at this alarming rate is yeah. because of the, the unification is right. done. That's so right. why the fuck are not Gang bangers from Nipsey Hustle on down to New York on down to wherever linking up with Greek. Them niggas now, on the internet. Let me see now. One thing about so Greek, I gotta say, it's a business. So it's a, oh no, that's, <laughs> what I said. that's what I said. That's what I said. This conversation, yeah. So, so for you to go so, back, no, no, and it's still reforming. No, it would never be done. It would never, <laughs> never be put on like that. It would never you, you because. Um, Criterias of what it would have to be and how it would have to be, and overall the continuation of it is so many of us to where you can't just jump behind one thing, and and everything has to go with our founding platform. So how about this? Since you said that, we understand that everyone has a position to play. Mm-hmm. One thing that that gang bangers might not have, or some of these grassroots organizations might not have, is. The fundamental values on financing and mm-hmm. how to sustainability, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to do the services that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But y'all have that. Now, that knowledge is still the unification of us all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if it can't be done in your name, that knowledge that y'all have, we can. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, that's, that's, what that said. that's what I said. A lot of the work you will see done will be done outside. Like, take for instance, I. Um, there's a group in Atlanta called uh, Emerging 100. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is this is where they fill fill that void. It's a lot of alphas and capas actually in this group to where they fill that void for the 30 to 45 year old, mm-hmm. and they pump mm-hmm. like they they are probably probably one of the uh, shit. They're probably bigger than the 100 black men of Atlanta at this point okay. um, to what they do. So a lot of the services that they do, they'll do that way, and that's pretty much the avenue that they've had to take. Delta's AKs, they. They host, they'll push it, they'll host right. everything. It, nah, it, because it's too much, too much yeah. infighting. Because we do it, we because we do we. So the way we unified with with a lot of the the, the mosques, the synagogues, and the churches is that they may be disconnected from doing the direct services. So what they mm-hmm. would do is supply the yeah. location. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's them doing their part. Right. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Them them supporting us, yeah. supporting each other is. Yeah. They're yeah, doing what they can't do. Yeah, or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they might, you know, do a, a, a fundraising for us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not familiar with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A whole bunch of gangbangers, you know what I'm saying, out there are people that 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 have lived experience out there. Like, yo, you know, prostitutes and, and, and killers and shit like that saying, hey, you know, give some money up to help with these services. It might not come across well. So, we often we need a face for it. You know what I'm but saying? Then, but what my, thing, my thing was, oh, my thing is always... 
those the those the those the these are the type of people that we need in order to help us because we are influential. Mm-hmm. Right? You see what I'm saying? We we and we for the service. Right, exactly. For the for the service. Not for yo, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah for the service. That's what I'm telling you. You we, we need to get people in here that we need to heal. That's the way to heal is to get to 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 bring those kind of people in. One of, of the best ways to heal, even like take for instance, we talking about bringing, how you said the Greeks and working with everything together. One of the best ways to heal is when you get the top and the bottom in the same room mm-hmm. and we're talking traumatic situations. Yeah. And everybody sees how they all have again because uh-huh. again yeah. you common got denominator. you yeah. common denominator again because you got the guy that, that is an executive that does coke. That's a fact. Why, <laughs> why did he do coke? Why did he do coke? Because he had his father. He had his father might have did coke. You know what I'm saying? His friends might have did coke. Fun times. Fun times can become a traumatic yeah. situation. But even no, better, man. even better, when you do that, yeah. and you contextualize it and break mm-hmm. it all the way down, yeah. the one that is still has this ability, he can give you the fundamental values on how to... Of the things that you need in order to survive and create sustainability. See, one knows the fundamental values on 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 on, on what you need in life to have a coke habit. The yeah. other one doesn't. Yeah. So we need that information on if he can't can do up. this, this, and this, yeah. and still do this. Right. I just don't know how to do this, this, and this. So cool. I'm to make money, functioning, but I don't got a bank account. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I got a drug habit, but I ain't got a job. Yeah. You gotta have a job. You gotta what's in me? I only can do it on the weekend. Yeah. That knowledge yeah. is is privy. What kind of jobs can I to preventing the shit like that, that we going through yeah, because to, we to, don't have it. To, to to in order for you to have advice, you need to have something to support right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That knowledge is essential. Yeah. It's essential yeah. to survival yeah. because we don't have it. We know how to do it right now as us, but our communities don't know how to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it becomes a real hindrance of their of their, of their, their and own that's self destruction. That's all the way around. I mean, when you say like our community, that's all the way around. Like we buy a car, don't know how to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we buy a house and don't know how to pay for it, or don't even know how to take care. Yeah, don't know how to take care of it. That's deep, son. Yeah, we nah. do, we do it that's all deep, the time. Son. We we buy so much stuff yeah. and don't don't know how to take care of it. I was watching. Um, Oh gosh, I forgot the minister's name. Um, but he's out of Philadelphia though. Uh, and he was talking about my wife and I was like, we was talking about love and how people don't love because overall we don't have a manual. Mm. Like a lot of things we don't have a manual to. And he, he equated it to So you think hold up. So no, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen to what he equated it to. Okay. It's hold not on. like we don't so we know how to love, but like take for instance, you buy a car, yeah. You read the owner's manual? This you add it to something go wrong. Oh, exactly. Whoa. Oh, this right. You got his iPhone, right? Yeah. What all you do with it? Pick up, pick up call, text, email. I mean, so you name five, six things you do with it, right? Yeah. So with 200 things this thing can do. That's a fact. You know why you don't know? Because you don't read the manual. So a lot of things that we have in our life, we overpay for, and we're not getting the full thing out of it. Our relationships. Mm-hmm. Our relationships. We're not getting the full out of our relationships. We don't have a manual to know how to deal with our relationships, how to deal with our trauma. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're overpaying mm -hmm. for a lot of stuff. We're paying That's for very deep. Paying for That's very deep, Mr. Pepper Man. That's very deep, Mr. Pepper Man. We're paying for other people's lives That's because we don't have a manual. Right. So we don't know how to get. We don't know how to use the two hundred different things. We, we don't. We don't. We don't know how to get the maximum value. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't know how to get the maximum value. I think the you main know, thing that we're missing out of our communities, black and Latino, you know, what I'm saying, and poor, is a support system. Yeah, a support system covers all of those grounds because a support system, even if you don't know how to do it, you have somebody in your life that's going to say, "Read the manual before you." Support system is the manual. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what I mean? So all of those breakdowns, you, 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 I'm, I'm 18. I bought a car with the right support system. No matter what community you're from, he gonna be like, listen, before you test that car, make sure you know all of the features with it. This, 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 this. That's a real support system. Yeah, we get. Or a support system is gonna help you. I got my first girlfriend. This is what you need to, to yeah, look out yeah. for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might want to, you know what I'm saying, you know, both get tested. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just because that, that situation might occur where y'all will not be using protection. Yeah. You know, but sudden you don't know what you got, just like you don't know what she got. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But that's a real conversation. So these are conversations I'm, I'm having with them as a, 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 a surrogate, you know, family member, right. support system. You know what I'm saying? That's God, what we're trying to create. Yeah. Yeah. A, a fucking some kind of got so it. you bump yeah and you can say oh yo you gotta go no this way this, this way, way this way, yeah, way. Yeah. this way Listen, you, you know, know what I'm saying yo <laughs> you need somebody to talk to when these kind of things occur yeah but otherwise it's the patient trying to cure the patient that's a fact and that does not work yeah that's that's not work the blind in the mind does not work. That's the, that's, that's the, that's I had a big family, both my parents, and I still had people like, you know what I'm saying, and Sasha Bruce and the CYA that was like, I was looking to for like advice and guidance. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I have a shortage of like family support, but it just, it'd be different. Like, the parents don't take one hand, brothers, sisters, your aunties, you know what I'm saying, but like, you still yeah. get outside support. So, with the work you're doing, if you're talking about doing like the youth, and even like adults, they gonna feel way more comfortable hearing from somebody if they can, if they understand, like, look. This person really, really know what right. I've been through. Like, this person really, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, well, they it's, really show. Yo, I'm glad they you really show. But I'm glad you said that. So, part of the infrastructure of what what what, what I'm putting together and developing is a, 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 a string of services, right? So, you don't have to be part of the organization to help out. Because a lot of people want to help out, but they just don't know how. It could be financially. It could be this. So, I'm not the greatest at building out resumes. But you, sister, are from this corporation. All I'm asking for is an hour of your time. I will make sure that they're at their baseline, they're ready to receive because he needs a job or she needs a job. You're going to help them with the resume. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's what you're doing. That's it. That's all. You might teach him how to get his permit. You might teach him how to get his ID. And now, as a community, it's, 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 it's reinvestment into it. You yes, get what I'm saying? Like, take you know, them through the car wash. Yeah. Right. You get the times, my nigga. You wash those bed lights, <laughs> my nigga. Scrub that. So when you come out the end, you go, we're going to put that motherfucker pine <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put that fresh in That's right. We're going to put that fresh in the bird. And we out of there. That's right. Y'all touched on nothing out of the element. And I feel like in today's culture, we don't, it's the unification. Y'all said it. Like the streets, the, the Greek organizations, the church. The professionals like 
end of the day, all black, all come from something, or you're all family you can relate to it. But right now, I think we're at a point where everybody's so focused on particulars and personal that you're gonna let the one thing that separates y'all be the reason that y'all, you know what I'm saying? But just like y'all was saying, if everybody can connect and bring some different things to the table, like we can bring a whole different type of healing. Homie, it's that ego. It's the yeah. ego that separates, you know what I mean? It's the ego. So a lot of times, I'll be speaking to, to, to an organization or an individual person that can actually do something, but they feel that it's, it's, it's uh, minute of what I'm telling them that is needed. Like, you, well, I could provide jobs. They all be working at Coca-Cola, just trucking this. Cool, you can do that, but if he doesn't know how to read or write, yeah, how does he get there? If he doesn't know how to do this, this, and this, how does she get there? You know what I'm saying? And that part goes over their head like it's also you don't want to work with them then. Because you where you at. Right. Mm-hmm. But that ego, cool, you might have put all your money into doing what you're doing. And now somebody's coming saying that that is 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 gonna be counterproductive because they can't even get to that level. You get upset, you get angry because mm-hmm. you're receiving all this funding for what you're doing that is not effective, and now you're upset. And what I'm trying to say is I can help you, but that ego is keeping you yeah, separated. Yeah. Yes. And that's the biggest fucking problem that we got. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, damn, I'm not I'm not saying I even want your money. What I'm telling you is that if you really want to do some 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 um, 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 penetrating work with this population that you're saying that you want to do. Damn, bro. You got to listen to what I, you know not, what I'm saying? Not penetrate. Like, he ain't go to the pit. That but even though he, he did, but what right. he said, but, right. because what he said, what he's saying is right. a big, what he's saying is like a big issue because the the population that he talks about fits right in that area that he's talking about. You have, when, if corporations came through Southeast DC and said, we're giving away jobs, we're giving away jobs, yeah. we're giving away jobs. A lot of that population is going to fit into that point of, I don't know how to do a resume. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. I can't pass a drug test. I can't do this. So they're not going to be at the level for the people that's coming through giving away. We're seeing that. All the time. We're seeing that. They're not going to be able to be able to come through. But then you have other side. We have to really be, we got to be honest about that. And tell, yeah. We got to be honest about that and tell people like, hey, look, man, we can't be, it, it's a point where you got to say, look, um, if y'all asking me to bring jobs here, right? If y'all ask me to bring jobs here, and I tell you, hey, I I was able to get in touch with this guy. He can bring 500 jobs. I was able to get in touch with this guy. He can bring 500 jobs. This is what has to be done. If you right. want it, this is what has to be and done. respect your efforts enough to exactly, try to, to, try to do that. Right. Exactly. Right. You, can't, you, cannot, right. you cannot tell me to bring these jobs here and then go fight to these people and say, hey, y'all got to hire my people with whatever they, because again, these people spending their money. You don't walk in Walmart and Walmart tell you to buy this. Right. You're going to walk back out. I've seen both sides of what you're saying, Messi, because like, I done did work with community meetings where I'm recording. I see the council members coming in talking about multiple different council members talking about, oh, you know, well, we created this program, this program, but y'all can't give us people that come to work on time. Y'all can't, can't give us people that come to work. They ain't even saying pass the drug test now. At this point, they just saying, can y'all come to work? Nothing not like we. But the community... <laughs> Then on the other side, for real, on the other side, mm-hmm. you see the community, the people in the community or whatever, and they'll post stuff and they'll say, oh, they don't give us jobs. They take this away from us, but they take, but it's like, y'all not telling the truth because they come with these resources. You got one person, like you say, that they come say, look, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm from where I'm from. I work in this office. I put a bug in the air. They're about to bring this to the community. Woo, woo. But when it comes to the community, 
community kind of like spit on this. Your yeah, face. they want to fight you. Like, they want to say, like, well, you knew what we was like, and you knew you knew this, and you knew because that. that. You because that. at your worst, at your bottom, that's, that's like disrespect, but I'm trying. Like, I want to help. I'm that's because you. that that denial is, is in the way. That real conversation has to be had that no matter what gets brought to the table, policies can be changed, reform, abolishing things can be, all that can be put into play and it still won't do any good for us because our community is beyond that's severe, that's traumatized. That's so let's talk about that first. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear none about nothing else. Let's talk, we can't avoid it no more. Mental health is a major issue with us. So guess what? You can change the drug policy. You can change the, the, the arrest policies. Uh, you can you can change every single thing that you want. Jobs, opportunity, employment, all that. That ain't gonna help. We gotta learn my, how to my, function. My, 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 yeah, how to function in life. So let me let me let me let me let me break this shit down real quick, right? Again, I'm a mental health advocate, you know what I'm saying? So I study shit not day and night, you know what I'm saying? And then going back to school. Thank God for this shit to be a psychology. You know what I'm saying? You dig? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to be. Yo. Then we gonna be lit. You already know. Yo, listen, I'm gonna be just like Tom Brady. I'm gonna be just like Tom Brady. Yo, but Tom Brady. Real short. What's this one out, right? It's a book called The Body Keeps the Score, right? And he breaks shit down in The Body Keeps the Score on how because of severe trauma, it relates to chronic. Illness, pains, and stuff like that. Yeah. This is a fact. It's already been proven. Now, many of us don't know that. So, one of the examples that was broken down and it was there are 10 dogs. Five dogs have been treated with shock treatment, shocked, electric shock. This is a study that happened, a real study. They put all 10 in a cage, they open the cage door, and the person puts up the shock thing as if he's going to shock them. What do you think happens? They go on. They walk into it. Five of the dogs that have never been shocked run out. Yeah. The other five stay because they've been conditioned and know what's about to happen so they just put their head down and just be go ready to it. accept it. Now, what they're saying is that the trauma that they've been through the body naturally adapts and, 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 and evolution becomes to get used to it, right. desensitized, normalizing it. So right. when you think about it, police brutality, all this type of shit, right. you know, not having a job, not, not having the documents to have a job, we normalize it. So as soon as you say, guess what, hon, here's an ID, here's this, here's this, here's this, get a job, do this, all Still of these things, we're, we're not going to know what to do with it. We're fighting back up. All we're going to do is react which we, 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 we're normal to um, um, to doing what we are familiar with is the trauma. It's to stay still. Yeah. Now, that shit said a whole fucking lot. So when we talking about kids that we work through, it's like, yo, why is he not getting it? Why is he not pushing forward? I gave him the opportunities. I gave him a scholarship. Why are they not doing it? That is the reason why. Right. They said, so you can't say a problem like that without the solution. I read further, and it's saying the way that you get the five dogs that have been traumatized from the shock treatment, how do you get them to be productive and get out the cage? They said you have to go in the cage, grab them, and pull them out. Right. And when you expose them to something different, yeah. 
their whole world changes. And now, this is something that they begin to get familiar with. So, exposure. Yo, hold up. It's a fucking viral key. Who you with, Reverend? Yo, you just described. Now, this is not, this is this is so beautiful right here because you just described what art did for me. Mm-hmm. That's what art did for me. It took me out of wow. that cage and it exposed me to something different. Mm. And I ain't look, nigga, you, yeah, it's cracking. <laughs> right. right. You told, listen, you told me, you told me when you did it, ho. That's right. Cried. All that shit came out of you. That's right. Just because one exposure. That's right. So when I say the the key to this, to the answer to our issues and problems, is the corporation do is because what they do is expose Mm -hmm. a young person or somebody from the community that's never been exposed to something different, like taking them to the fucking woods for the first time and then experiencing nature. It opens up their world for that brain. That's right. And because we know that resilience and survival mm-hmm. is some of the most intellectual brain power that somebody can actually have. That's it right. always shows um, 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 the shrimp, you know what I mean, in a pro already right. for whatever they've been through and they survived it. That's right. Once you expose them to something and the know-how, they become like the masters at that shit right. because of what they've been through. That's right. So all we really have to do is you look at something together that will, Explosion. you know what I'm saying? That will expose them and get that shit. I tell kids all the time, like, like I said, I'm from down south, but one of my biggest exposures, like, our parents exposed me to enough, not a whole lot, though. But um, I had a contract that allowed me to travel. Like, I traveled mm. full time. And I went to Washington State. Right. And I was there for like a, a little over a month, right? right? And I was doing audits. And if you've been, I tell people this probably, I've told you before, Washington State is the most beautiful land that I've ever seen in my life. Really? From driving from Seattle all the way to Spokane, you go from the coast to the snow capped mountains to the flatlands with big, huge windmills to the valley over in Spokane. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And to be exposure, like to be able to start to see stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then to meet my wife, travel outside, like expo. I always say exposure. I tell my kids all the time, like if whenever you get older, you get a chance travel, especially if you want to see what freedom looks like. Mm-hmm. If you want to see what freedom looks like, mm-hmm. you're sitting in it. Right. You're sitting in it compared to a lot compared to countries in Asia, right. compared to countries in Africa, South America, and places like that. Like you're actually sitting in freedom. So. Go and witness those things. Witness um, holidays in other places to see how other cultures um, do that. Uh, because, like you said, it, that exposure part just turns you on to so many other things. Opens it, that brain. It open, yeah, it opens that brain. Opens it it, that it brain. opens fully all the way to where you just went like, you might want to tell your friends. You might want to tell you, you, it's like It's like a drug. Listen, it's like a drug. You tell yeah, everybody. Like, don't do that. Don't know. You know what's crazy? I came back to the Everybody, them niggas be like, bro, I went to church. I was like, yeah, bro. I, I even lived. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we talk about college all the time. Yeah. All the time. And kids be like, well, it's like that because yeah. they don't know. Yeah. Yo, listen, word. Yo, listen, you know what's crazy? <laughs> when I got locked up and I was in Delaware, right? It was a. Uh, we never, we, we got off of it. Yeah, yeah, so we get back to it real quick. But yo, when I was in, was it Delaware? It was Delaware. 
the crazy experience happened to me. I seen, you know, the Muslims, you know what I mean, um, 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 doing their prayer. And then I seen the Christians doing uh, their circle prayer. You know what I'm saying? You know? And I took part in, you know, both, you know what I'm saying? You know, just, uh, you know, out of, because, you know, my father, you know, is in the nation of Islam. That's how he cleaned up, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and my mother is Baptist. So, you know, I'm familiar with both. And I went to Catholic school, so I'm familiar with it. And I got into this prayer circle one time. And the person that was holding my hand, big white dude, boy, head, had a neo-Nazi side tattoo on his chest. And he's holding my hand praying. And this shit fucking me up. You hear me? I've never seen it up close before. But I'm I'm looking at this shit like it's fucking me up. So I you know I, I get to have a dialogue with him because we have a common thing, the prayer circle. So I'm like, yo, what's that about? He said, yo, what a lot of people get misconstrued is that they think that everybody that's in part of these neo-Nazi things are racist. And we're not. We're just outnumbered. See, because of the disproportion of black and Latinos going to prison, we are automatically outnumbered. Now, we already know that prison creates a volatile environment, so we cannot be outnumbered. So the only game that exists is this. So no matter if you are racist or not, you have to be a part of it. Fuck my for, world up. For, fuck for, yo, for the league. Yo, fuck my world up because we are taught in the streets perspective is that yo, they racist and yo, they Trump and, and that's not all true. No. So I'm talking to him and he's breaking some shit down that I never knew. So the first thing that happens is when I come home and shit like that, I think some shit was on on, on TV or, or, or whatever and my mother's bringing up some shit about yo, fucking racist. And I say, yo, you know, be careful with with that with that type of talk because I know that's not to be true. What are you talking about? That's right. I said that's not to be true. Yeah, I said right. understand this. Not to say I agree with any of that shit because I'm fucking black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I come from you know what I'm saying the gutter, so I have a right to speak on these shits with expertise. That's you know what right. I'm saying? So what I was explaining to her was that. A neo-Nazi or somebody that's in some type of group like that is no different from a fucking gangbanger. When you're growing up, you're taught certain things that becomes part of your culture and it becomes part of your truth. What we do know is that it's that naive shit. Super naive. So you're brainwashed and put all kinds of shit in your head. Now, ask my mother. I said, yo, if a child was born and the mama's racist and the father's racist and he's growing up and all this hate is being put into him, why would I not believe my mother and father, my first teachers, if I if they tell me that a black person is a fucking devil and an enemy? How could you even fought somebody like that? She was like, because, I said, then guess what? If you fought them, you got to fought me because I done killed more niggas than the clan. As a banger. That's a fact. This ain't words. Yeah. This is me looking in the mirror, getting myself together, and going to war with my own. And loving it. That's right. yeah. Just like them. So what's the difference? Yeah. It took somebody to shake my world and open my brain to realize that, yo, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. That's right. That's right. So what is the difference with them? See, the problem is that it's all of this money allocated and put into organizations and things to change our mindset 
And on the other end, nothing for them. So nothing gets changed. Nothing gets changed. So with we they still on. Right. So what happens is we end up creating a Tulsa, a Black Wall Street. And it gets tore down because we forgot to do them. That's right. Yeah, Just like they fucked up. Yeah. And, that, and, and we're headed towards what he's saying. We kind of headed towards that. Yep. We're headed towards that because but that's consistently been the thing in America. Like I was doing some research on some shit, and like before with the crack era, you had the opioid epidemic right after slavery, right before the um, it was right before the FDA was created. Right, you had the white moms taking all the opium and the heroin, and all that mm -hmm. shit. They was they was fucked up. They had babies that was addicted to that shit. They was addicted to it. They 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 was downtrodden. But you still had the whites in the South that was like terrible and poor and fucked up mm -hmm. too. And that excuse and nothing that happened to us. But at the end of the day, they watched us go from lower than them to over them. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over and over and over and over again. So it ain't really a supremacy thing. It's mostly like a jealousy, like, right. a, like an envy shit. Thing, right? Let me ask you a real question. Let me ask you a real question. Everybody here, a real question. Can y'all name one grassroots organization that provides service for poor whites no. that can change the mindset of their white supremacies and their distorted ways. Name one. Oh, no. But we got a thousand. So how in the fuck are they going to change if they don't have one fucking organization or service teaching them to change their mindset like we are doing right now with our own? It's not, it's not in the cards for them to change. It's not. It, the, <clears throat> if you don't set up something for them to change. Indeed. And you set up something for everybody else to change. Indeed. You really wanting them to change to get on the same Indeed. That hate got to stay alive forever. Yeah. Yo, and guess what? The same thing happened with male and female with our same population. What happens, I noticed, is that all of the funding and shit and the programs was being pumped into the fucking male boys. So now when I'm doing what I'm doing in the street and the service I'm doing, the girls are worse than the boys. It's because we ignore them for so fucking long. The girls catching more cases than the fucking boys. Their mentality is more fucked up than the fucking boys. And it's because we neglected them for so long and pumped it all into one factor. And that's like, I said, look at this shit. <laughs> My wife and I, we arguing about, we don't argue about this, but like I, I tell her, I see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Um, for number one, black males, and number two, males in general. Don't you see? Um, we pushed out. We pushed out. Like case in point, um, you can walk on Target. They got a whole row, a whole row of black women's hair care products. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If I walk on Target, I don't know what's for me. <laughs> Right, you know black what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, black man. You don't black exist. Man. I don't exist. Yeah, I, I don't exist. Psychologically, that's just, so that's what when you start to see, right. when you start to see, like, take for instance, when you start to see, you know, like Super Bowl came on the other day. Mm -hmm. You had not one black male performer. No. You had. What you mean? Got your hands up? Period. Hey, what's your calling, black? Black male performer. Yeah. I thought the weekend performed. He's not black. He not? He African. He what? He African. He uh, Ethiopian. Oh, I didn't know that. Nah. So you have. Well, you, you, I mean, no, nah. no, oh, no. Nope. He be black American. Yeah, he's so, black American. Yeah, g
gonna have a lot of that pushed off. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at rap music. Yeah, and look, look at, at the psychological damage that that shit doing. Look at rap you know what music. Saying? Who yeah. the biggest names in rap music right now? If you turn on the radio and listen to it for an hour, I don't even know. If you turn on the radio and listen to it for an hour, you want me to tell you you're going to listen to? Um, the Baby. The Baby. Um, oh, baby. Megan Thee Stallion. Not even really, they're not even really playing like that. Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. You're going to hear them at least three times in one hour. All of their songs will be three times in one hour, right? So remember when women, you only had one woman at a time that was rapping? Right. Now, women are the biggest thing in rap. And you see everything now is the biggest thing in women. You really don't hear about the black male. And here's the bad part: if if I was if I was had a bigger platform, and if I you're said, not a criminal, yeah, yeah, if you're not a criminal. But if I had a bigger bigger platform and I said this, I'd get killed. Because you know why? That's going against the agenda. Yep, that's totally going against the agenda. Because again. Black, they would say, black men, y'all had it for so long. Y'all had the opportunity for so long. No, we didn't. White men had the opportunity for so long. Right. Black men never really got the opportunity, and now you've skipped over us, and you are monetizing, you are capitalizing off of our black women. Yeah. You're, you're hugely capitalizing off of them. And, what he's, and the psychological damage from that shit is, he's right. When your son, my son's going to Target, it's like, yo... Am I supposed to be here? Because it ain't nothing for me. Yeah, Psychological. Like or, or, yeah. or when you see like all these rappers and singers and stuff like that. Just, just as an example, if my son was a singer or a rapper, he's going to be deterred and disencouraged from it because he doesn't see him. Yeah, he don't see himself. He don't see himself there. So it's like, don't even try that shit. I mean, that was dope that you even said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? I was I, literally, I was talking, I, I had a group where I was explaining and talking to them that, you know what I'm saying, some of these norms that are traumatizing, that's one of them. Yeah. The reason why I never thought growing up about getting married is because I never saw it. It mm-hmm. wasn't pumped, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so now when we hear about somebody in the hood talking about married, we congratulate, it's like, word, this shit is crazy. Yeah. To get to put the excitement in it. Otherwise, we pushing our, our little girls out to these same babies, boys in the in the, in the community that don't even believe in it. No, we, but now this, setting them up for failure. This almost. is the part that we fucked up on that. Now we pushed our little girls to marriage, but we didn't push our little boys to marriage. Mm-hmm. We we didn't. No, and that's, said the bitches ain't shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we never. But we never. So <laughs> Yo, we never. But see, they might is But on the flip side of that, you had a song that. Song called "Let's Get Married" that really over it was not really, really showed the woman's side of getting married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you look at the video, it shows her the dress. It don't show it's the about man. her. It's about her. Yeah. So we pushed our women to get married, and we didn't push our men to get married. You know who did push their men to get married? White people. I'm yeah. watching. I forgot what I was watching the other day. Right, so Maroon Five Black shit. Maroon Five shit. shit. Um, so I'm watching. I'm, I forgot. That should be dancing on. Me and my wife were watching this, and so the guy Love said, "The guy said, you got to take friends." Oh, uh, Kevin Samuels, the guy that's got the the rude ass guy that, that be talk talking the shit to the ladies on what's name it, right? And he was like, he was like, "Well, you got to think about how you putting yourself out there." He said, "Women, black women." go through life and they go through these whole phases, they go through this and they go through that and they look up and they Who be 30. Said that? Who said Kevin Samuels. Who said they go through that whole who 
Women, 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 but then they look up and they be 30 trying to figure out why they don't have a man or why they might have a kid and no man and this and that. And then you compare that to white women, right? Yeah. He said, when you look at white girls, you know when white girls start looking for a husband? They sophomore, junior year in college. Mm -hmm. He said, because when you look at them, they senior year, the boy that they, they looked at his dad and they like, hey, you know what? He might get out of school. His dad might give him a job at his law firm. And they start lining that shit up. Black women and black people. They, they, lying that they shit do. Up, they right? are. They, they lining that shit up. So they coming back because you know what? They get married at 25, 27. John becomes a partner with his, at his dad's law firm at 30. Mm -hmm. They got a house down on the shore at 35, 40. And we trying to figure out, well, damn, how did that shit happen? But that's because they understand the structure of the family. And beyond, even if you get divorced, you know what I'm saying? They understand that. Look, it's, you need to build. It's building a business. Yeah. Developing your own personal business, your brand. So you get married, you'll have children, you got offspring. So whatever you and your wife do, you got kids to carry that shit up, you got kids to keep whatever going on mm -hmm. in the family, keep it going, keep it moving. As in the black community, and I see like deliberate attempts now within the media, it's just this constant push to just they got this thing talking about some um what they call it, the nuclear family or non-traditional family, whatever the fuck. And I remember I made a comment to somebody, I was like, look, I don't care what the case is, if as a man, you have the ability to raise your child and you don't. I just like that's you you doing a disservice not just to your kid, but you fucking the community up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it ain't got nothing to do with being married, but just as an understanding as cause it, the families do look different now. But I feel like families always look like this. Like my mom had a kid when she was fifteen. You feel me? Like she ain't married a nigga, she had a kid when she was fifteen. So the understanding now is find reasons not to be a dad. Find reasons why and excuses as to where the mom you can just let certain shit slide. And I think right now we don't. There's no valuable understanding of what a family actually is. Now you people just think, oh, you know why, Jay? With a bunch of people, you know, or y'all family because y'all fucking, or y'all family because y'all married. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the question we asking. We asking this question: Who the fuck getting married at 25? Instead of asking the question, who the fuck having a kid at 25? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, we cool with having a kid at 25, real quick. But we're not cool with getting married at 25. We're trying to address certain things, but we're not really addressing them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to address family, right? But we're not addressing the point of two family households. We're not addressing the point of mother and father having a child and staying together and raising that child together. And, and, and a, yo, hold on. Let me say In the right situation. No, I do not believe kids, if you, if the parents, are, if, 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 if they not fit, they not fit. Yeah, if they not fit, they not fit. If they if he ended up beating you upside so the head, so they turn the door right there. Because yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right, so let me let, let's, let's make clarification for it, right? Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? We always got to put things in perspective. Like again, I always come back to the psychological. Because psychological is your base. It's the individual of everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So again, we are severely traumatized and going through some mental health crisis. You know what I'm saying in our community. So let's bring it back real quick, right? One. We are super harsh and hard on each other. Yeah. That's one. You know what I'm saying? So two, the point I'm about to make is that we know for a fact that the first teacher are the parents. Mm -hmm. Right? 
And we also know that things have been designed and structurally put in place to break up the family nucleus. So when we have the United States pushing, making conditions extremely hard, literally after slavery, making shit fucked up and hard for us to do, then they try to pull out a fishing line for us and say, hey, here's welfare. But in order to receive welfare, the husband cannot be mm-hmm. in the house. So being the people that we are, the husband is going to, the man in the house is going to step away so his kids can eat and the yeah. wife can eat and do whatever he got to do. Now, we have the first teacher, eyewitnessing, eyewitnessing, the babies are witnessing the father does this mm-hmm. and separating out of the home. Psychologically, that has carried over. So what we are, what we looking at, the no getting married, this, 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 that's psychological that somebody else has put on us. It wasn't put on them because if we did that to them, we'd be seeing a whole bunch of white families separated and fucked up just like yeah. we are. You know what I'm saying? So that has to be put in perspective. So we have to go back and treat that fucking trauma because we don't know why we came up not wanting to get married. So, you know what I'm saying? We don't like, like that. That's, we, I'm not going to own that. You know what I'm saying? So one of the ways we can do that, and this is an extreme situation, extreme just because of the way society, just because of the way things have gone into now, right? Um, I've said this to a few people. I think like a lot of the major cities that black people used to, like DC, Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, Cincinnati, places like that, I think it's time for us to let go of those cities. Reason being, um, when we were in control of those cities and we, we were major factors in those cities, um, factories played a heavy part mm-hmm. in that in that uh, facility, right? Um, Arkansas, right? Case in point. Arkansas has a large African-American population in Little Rock, Dayton, and things like that mm-hmm. because of the new factories that are there being Walmart. A lot of these smaller factories have moved to other places that I think black people should take advantage of because at, at that point, you're going you're gonna to save on your cost of living um, and you're going to actually be exposed to a new environment. Um, one of the things that black people, we have a hard time of doing, we have a hard time leaving home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's whether leaving your mama house where you grew up or whatever and the way the black community was it was around factories they built housing projects around mm-hmm. factories and those factories are no longer exist and we're still living in those poor communities that don't have an industry around them instead of going to a community that has an industry and being exposed to something we have to want to be exposed to something that's our biggest thing. We have to want. We have to want. So, so the, to question, be the question still is going to remain. We started talking about this because of the family nucleus that's that's that's, that's that is that is um dysfunction mm-hmm. and, and broken apart. We already identified where it started at, and we got the generations of it's still going on to this day. How do we fix that? A factory not going to fix that nucleus. No, 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 no. no. But uh, but again, you know, the one of the ways that you can't help mental health is your your stability. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's one of the ways you can help mental health. Sometimes some people get stable before they get mental health. Sometimes it happens all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But one thing you have to be searching for is stability. So it's going to be very hard to get mental health when rent is skyrocketing and it ain't too many jobs, right? But if you're able to go to where you can say, okay, you know, I can cut my rent in half and I might can find a job that pays a little bit of something to where I can be able to have some type of peace of mind, 
that I part. That. So I, I, I get that methodology and that approach. And mm -hmm. when, from doing the work, what I realized, when you try it that way, mm -hmm. we get the resource that they need. Yeah. And then and what happens is, homesick. Well, no, not even homesick, they get the resource that they need and they never go back to fix their mental health because they think they got it together. Yeah. That almost, mm -hmm. yeah, that always, always works. happens, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So you get the stability, but it still doesn't fix the problem yeah. of that nucleus being yeah. put back together. That, that's you know the main, what that's what I'm saying. But no, that's why I said, now, if you can get the basics, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So overall, when I say the basics, meaning like take for instance, you take a homeless person off the street, right? One of the main things you can kind of help them do is once they be able to get, say for instance, an ID, yeah, might change their life. Mm -hmm. yeah, they, they are a lot of different places. So, you know, just being able to get the basics. Now, if I pull a homeless person off the street and I put them in a penthouse and start dressing them this and that, this and that, yeah, of course, they're not going to attack them into health because they're going to be like, I got these new clothes. I'm covering clothes. up all of that. I'm shielding all of that. I'm, I'm, I'm hiding all of that. You know what I'm saying? When, like, what you do, you provide that part and then you also assist them and say, hey, no, 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 no. Don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in You still got work to do. I'm proposing two things. Exactly what you're saying, mm -hmm. where you fix the individual for their own stability. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just, just for your own you know, well-being. You know what I'm saying? Quality mm -hmm. of life. But also providing a service where we create some type of conflict resolution, some type of um, um, restorative healing for whatever family that you are part of. So yeah. the father that got himself together now, the son that's been growing up without you, the mother that's been, the service that's provided is that I'm going to bring y'all together and we're going to, I'm going to teach you how to do this mm -hmm. because that's what has to be Good done. Manual. You know what I'm saying? That's what has to be done. Mm -hmm. Like, but how many services do we have out there that's like that? Right now, if there was a service out here right now that says, yo, listen, man, you ain't been talking to your father in years and shit like that. Now, I'm going to give you this, 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 and this. What I'm also proposing is that you bring your father to the table, yeah. your mother to the table, and y'all restore that hurt that you've been through because that is going to relieve you tremendously. Mm -hmm. And you can start focusing on yourself. Right. You so when I'm good. sitting down with my father and now things are coming out, because that's what I have, that's what that's what I know works. And I, it happened because I'm hearing now, because I used to be mad at my mother. I hated my motherfucking mother. Hated her. The reason why I hated her because at a that age that I was at, I was a child's mind. And I thought that my mother had superhuman powers and had to know that I was going through hell. So when she was at work and wasn't around when I was being abused, she had to know. So all this time, I kept it secret, thinking that she knew. And it went on. So real quick. At the age of 26 is when she found out that ultimately, and I had to, it took time for me to admit that I even got raped. For years, I was in denial. I didn't get raped, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but when I'm thinking about it and I'm processing it with my therapist, it's rape. Mm -hmm. So I'm now dealing with that. Now, me and my mother was in the hallway, and me and my brother was talking some bullshit. Like, nigga, shut up. Nigga, I've been having sex since I was 11. She was like, boy, stop lying. And it triggered me. I said, bitch, who the fuck is you talking to? Fuck you mean? Like, I know what the fuck happened to me at 11. She's like, what are you talking? Now she's, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm so mad. 
And my and my and it wasn't addressed, and my my anger's all displaced and shit like that. So now I'm 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 spitting venom at her like, motherfucker, why your ass is at work? Your fucking boyfriend, husband, or whatever you want to call him, had his fucking girlfriend in the fucking bed in your bed that you pay rent for, giving me my first shot at fucking um 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 uh, at sex that fucked me up. It fucked me up with dating, relationships with women, all kinds of shit. I hated black women for the longest. I thought that was stupid and all kinds of shit because of that rape. She bust down crying. I'm like, oh shit, like with my mind, you know? But the communication part was the good part. But it happened, you know what I'm saying? And I know it needed to happen. Now, what I didn't realize is that I needed it the whole time. Yeah. I didn't realize that I needed that the whole time. She needed it the whole time. Some of the things that happened... She just assumed since I didn't bring it up that I don't want to say nothing and, and, and trigger them, you know what I'm saying, and bring them back into a state of depression and shit like that. But that is what I know we all need. So it has to be a way to, to allocate funding so that we and people that are, that are experts at that need to make that happen because that's the only way we're going to get along and coexist with each other. The only way, the only fucking way, instead of somebody being victimized at a young age, going to prison, coming home, and just because they fucking envious and jealous that another family member or a loved one didn't go through what they went through, they victimized them. Yep. You are right. You know, that shit is bonkers. But we the only ones that go to it on this massive level. And it's there. I mean, and it's there. It's there. It's there that we need to the ones that definitely need it need to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And the ones that don't need it need to stop taking advantage of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that we know I mean we know a lot of people stop, out the beginning. Stop check. being in positions. Like a lot of a lot of, a lot of a lot of black people, you know, mainly Americans, black prominent people are in position that have influence, that have a voice that are saying, you know, they should know better. They, 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 um, 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 that's their problem. That's, um, um, they say all kinds of shit that become law, the truth, and policy. And all of a sudden, we don't get what we deserve. And that shit is fucking ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because you got over that fucking hurdle don't mean that we supposed to get over that hurdle like that. You know what I'm saying? So stop speaking up for us and, 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 and stopping people from, Doing what they need to do with us. Like, that shit is. But you know what, Jay? The thing is this. That's why. That's why it's like almost. And and this is just me coming from a place of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That it's just like, fuck, I'm fucking pouring the water and the shit got holes in it because we can't think to get. Together to make policy. It's too many. Like I said, it's too many. You people. See what I'm saying? It's the people that need to take advantage we, of it, not take see, advantage. Think, of it. think about what you're saying. This whole conversation we we talked about. That's what. But think about what you're saying. Why even exhaust all your energy on changing the policy when we can go around the policy? See. Remember, you can change the policy all you want to be in our favor. Yes. They still are not going to do it. No, that's what I'm telling you. So that's what I'm saying. So that's so look, that's me putting the water in. Right. The hose is the as the the the, the piece you 
said with his parenting. So we raising kids. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the same. It's they. It's the same way. It's not going to change. Well, mental no, health. No, no, see, no, no, so, 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 it, so. it is, is going to change. It's going to change. Why? Because now mental health is now it's actually being labeled. Okay. Right, okay. Okay. So you ask because you know it's it, been identified. It's yeah. about it's about strategizing. So yeah. what you doing is a vital part to it. But you also know that another service has to happen mm-hmm. in conjunction with it for a follow up in right. order for yeah. your so, water so, to, to be sustainable. I had it. I had a question, but I don't, it's going to run over. But. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get it on the hot five times. Yeah, no, nah, we're gonna get it on the hot five. We're gonna we yo. This shit was gangsta. Tell everybody about we tell everybody about your organization. Was gangsta. Yeah. Well, you gonna take us out. Yeah, you take know? us out. Tell us everybody about who your so, organization are, who y'all are. Again, my name is Jason Davis. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm the co-founder with Lisa Chowdhury of Reimagining Justice. You know what I mean? I also work, you know what I mean, in conjunction with uh, uh organization, nonprofit organization based out of Harlem Core, um, Living Redemption. Um one of the the, um, the the programs that we fund inside of um, uh, Reimagining Justice inside of Pasadena, New Jersey is a VOCA funding program, you know what I mean, for victim advocacy. So literally, gunshot victims, stab victims, or people that got beat up really bad, we respond to the hospital, you know what I'm saying? You know, we got the bag, got the we go, yeah, we, go, right. we go, um, right. we go, stop the bleed kits, you know what I'm saying, where um, we go out to the community and actually train them on how to stop the bleed. So, you know, when we talk about policy change and stuff like that, cool, the cops may not respond in time, the EMS may not respond in time. So until those policies get changed, you do for self and you learn how to stop the bleed when a victim or your friend or whatever or somebody in your community that you need to preserve and save is not getting a service, you become the service. You know what I mean? You learn CPR. You learn these different things. So that's what our program is about. It's about empowering the community to do for themselves. While these policies take their slow, you know, um, um, duration of, of change and reforms and change, we're not waiting for that. You know what I'm saying? We already know life is precious, so we want to get ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? And while we get ahead of the curve, we're doing these and creating these services, you know what I'm saying, to one day push forward. You know what I mean? So... Reimagine Justice, you know what I'm saying, has created an organization called, Pat- called Patterson Healing Collective. You know what I mean? That pretty much is 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 sponsored and, 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 and driven by VOCA funding. Because a lot of people don't know once they get shot, once they get stabbed, it's VOCA funding that is given out by the government that allocates you money to do safety transfer, to do helping out with the bills, food, housing, and all these different things, you know? So this is that awareness, you know what I mean? And the, the best example I can use with VOCA funding is, is something that our community needs, deserves, and is given. But our lack of knowledge and us being naive didn't know that it exists. So all these people that could have been buried for free, all, and, and, and we had to exhaust our monies. All these people that wanted to move and, and, and get to a safer place in life or so they can start their stability and raise their family, we didn't know it exists. So this is putting out there that it exists in every single state and city. It exists. And the last thing, understand, and understand this clearly, that this is all for y'all. 
You have to understand that this is all for y'all. Without, without, without y'all, it would be no us. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, I, 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 I want my program not to even be able to be self-sustainable because there are no victims out there. And the only way I can do that is that we all work together in unison. The only way it can happen. But until that time happens, like, this is this is the work. There you have it. There you go. It's the work. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all for coming out, man. Yeah! It's solid. Man. Yeah! Hey. Realest thing in it. Yeah. Hey, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the bros. Captain Officer. Albany State. <laughs> Dell State. Peace to y'all, man. Right, right, hey, everybody, right. Man. Hey, run that pipeline through the hood, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see y'all next time. <laughs>